Adam, we've got some exciting news about the sponsors. We have, we? but I've forgot what it is. Can you remind me? It's manscaped.com. They've leveled up and they're now our main podcast sponsor. Our official lead sponsor from now on, manscaped.com. Use our promo code WEIRD20 to get their products. This is now the Have A Word podcast brought to you by manscaped.com. They've been a long-time supporter of us. Please go and support them and make sure they keep supporting us forever. Promo code WEIRD20, manscaped.com. Enjoy this week's episode of the Have A Word podcast brought to you by manscaped.com. It's going to be a belter. Wag wag lids, thanks for downloading the public episode of Have A Word. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you like what me and Adam and the boys do, then you will love our Patreon, which by the way, is the biggest Patreon in the UK. What is Patreon? It's an app that you can download, you sign up, and then it's basically a subscription service for VIP membership to this pod. You get loads of benefits, you get extra episodes, loads of content, and it's also a way of supporting the podcast. And then this is what you get. You get an hour and a half extra episode every week, pure unfiltered concentrated have a word bullshit and honestly it's some of our best podcasting because the public episode goes everywhere all over the internet the patron exclusives mm, that gets a little bit squirrely you also get early release of the public episode the pubes get it on monday you can watch it on saturday morning you can also get discounts on merch you can get discounts on live show tickets to be honest the live show tickets go to patreon first and because we've got as many patrons as we've got they never go on general sale so if you want to see a podcast live show you probably have to sign up but here's the extra layer that people are loving which are the one-offs that we're filming and putting on patreon the thank you live show the last dance my last ever beat the frog which was one of the funniest two hours of live comedy i've ever been involved in the ghost hunt we did with barry dodds we also did the laura's gone number one recording studio day that was a documentary that's now up there and finally to seal the deal we've also got four of the lockdown lock-ins the infamous lockdown lock-ins where we get absolutely shit-faced in the studio and go way too far and record it for your entertainment. It's a phenomenal drink-along that you do not want to miss. We've done it with Ishan, we've done it with Johnny Bongo, we've done it with Stephen Trice, and there is another one coming in January. All in all, this is the biggest UK patron for a reason, because it's funny as fuck, it's great value, you will not regret it. For the price of a fancy coffee, once a month you pay three quid and you become a VIP lid. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. The link is in the description of this episode that's me done Migan, go ahead get on me enjoy the episode now i'm getting the word not oh you think darkness is your ally cha upset me nasty bitch disgusting wag wag leads you're listening to the funniest podcast in the game with adam dan sensei Carl, and finn shut up finn you good looking big fingered welsh weirdo this is the one and only the now infamous the soon to be legendary have a word go ed get on me <laughs> Hello, hello. Just test. Carl did his own mic. Carl was just starting early. That's just the podcast. Hello, hello. I am, I am Carl. Carl's just doing his usual vocal warm ups. Carl always does vocal warm ups. Tits. 
Oh, wow. Pussy! I'm ready now. Your vocal warm-ups are offensive. Yeah, that was offensive. Well, you did what sounded like a disabled person and then went tits and pussy, so it was a little bit offensive. But to who? Not to you, because you've lost normality. <laughs> Wet ass pussy! Zoe's baby hospice car park. <laughs> pussy. Wet! Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to this public episode of the Have A Word podcast. My name's Dan Nightingale. This is my co-host, Adam Rowe. I'm joined with Sensei Carl, our lead producer, Finley Kublubs. Uh, he's our assistant producer, and Steve's in the corner, wanking. Both co-producers, gonna, actually. Uh, okay, Carl. It's going to be a great episode filled with fun and laughter. Adam? <laughs> what are you doing? We've never, ever introduced a single episode at any point. Oh, and we're sponsored by Manscaped.com. Yes, we are. The best in below pube trimming, essentially. <laughs> Adam? <laughs> I'll have it. Wow. You don't have it. What? We're doing our vets here. No, we're not. We're right. doing the episode. We've started. We're on, we're on track. This is it. Whoa. So, ready? Start being great now. I accidentally booked myself into the Savoy Hotel. <laughs> it started. <laughs> it started. That's how we start. You did. I was ch- trying to check. The how p- accidentally, though? Did you want like a table at Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> you can't book into Nando's. Oh, touche. One nail. That's me, Dan. How does a canvas feel, Dan? <laughs> Did you just invent that, Dan? Yeah, I think so. Someone like, no, it was as you said. That was great. <laughs> um, I went on to, uh, first of all, I looked at the Ritz. That's more expensive than the Savoy. I thought they were like the in the same weight class. The Savoy and the Ritz. Yeah. Now, uh, Savoy's down near the river. Yeah. And the Ritz is up near Hyde Park, Green Park, isn't it? May Ferry. They're both May yeah, Ferry. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. yeah. Right. The Ritz is more expensive. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, it's not. There's, they're both expensive, but one's even more. Yeah. All right. Well, you, well, this is London, isn't it? You're yeah, I'm going to London this weekend. Good. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, Just, I didn't know which town he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it was London. Um... So I went on the Savoy website and it said, we offer a stay for longer rate where you get your third night free. And I was like, what? Fucking free night at the Savoy. Sign me up. <laughs> nice. Right? That's good value. It is, yeah. Except. So it come up and it, it, it was already ridiculously expensive, but, you know, I'm, I'm sort of in the middle of a mental breakdown at the minute. So I was like, I'll, I, I'll spend it anyway. Right? Classic, innit? Lad from, lad from Dovecock goes through a breakup and a mental breakdown and books in. <laughs> For three nights, pay for two at the Savoy. I mean, and buys like, a penthouse. A absolute text. We'll get to me penthouse in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went on the website and it said the stay for longer rate, third night free, and I was like, well, that's perfect because I need exactly three nights. Talk about meant to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I clicked on it, and I thought it said rate per night, and it was like basically five hundred quid, like four hundred eighty quid. Or something like that, right? So I was like, right, so that would be 960 for three nights. What? Right? What? So I was like, do you know what? My birthday was ruined, so let's just treat myself. But then I didn't realise what it actually said was average room rate per night for this stay, 480 quid, right? Oh, okay. 
So what they'd done is they'd gone, well, Thursday's 750 quid. Friday is 750 quid. Saturday is zero. And we take the average of that. And we get about 500, don't we? So I thought it was going to be... And I, I then clicked it. And I was just trying to double check what the price was. I wasn't actually going to book it. And then it come up, yeah, you have booked the Savoy <laughs> for those three nights. And it's 1,500 quid. Oh. And I was like, hmm. Oh, dear. That would take me three trips to London's worth of gigs to make that money. So I was oh. like, no, no. And then all day. Yes, That's a holiday for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to ring up and ask, could I cancel it? And the poor Lithuanian woman on the phone. Hello, Mr. Ro. Yes, yes. We, you want to cancel? Your plans have changed. And I'm, I have this thing where I tend to just not automatically be able to lie to people. Like, I can lie to get out of stuff like that if I've thought about it. Oh, you're phenomenal. Right? But I... <laughs> that sort of sounded like a dig. But when you're geared in, you bullshit with the best of them. But because it was on the spot, and I was so, hungover yesterday because I'd been out with Alfie the night before. Um, no, that wasn't the night before, was it? No. Was night before? Were you hung over? For, oh, you went with Dolly? Yeah, no, I was sort of... It was the night before, the night before, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a fun breakdown. I, I was... Yeah. I was on day two of day me two hangover. Of hangover. I was still in... And Adam I, does mental breakdowns with a lot of socialising, good times, and £1,500 three-day stays in hotels. <laughs> so, uh, she went, oh, have you ever planned to change, Miss Dodo? And I went... <laughs> Has your ethnicity changed, love? Because you were Lithuanian. Hey, Mr. Ro, Mr. Ro. I think she passed it to the, to the uh, manager. Esmeralda! Esmeralda! <laughs> there is a scouser on the phone. Listen. Listen to him squirm. Hello, Mr. Ro. Why you gonna lie? Mr. Ro, why you gonna lie? You cannot afford. Mr. Ro, don't, don't, hey, talk straight to me. It's Esmeralda, you know. Did you, is that there? All right. <laughs> glad, glad that got put there. So. <laughs> she goes, we plunged You've really like... fucked off Esmeralda with the dropping of the thing. <laughs> I went, no, 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 no. And she went, excuse me? And I went, no, I just, I just don't want to stay with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was breaking up with this woman. She went, a what? I went, I just don't. <laughs> Ouch, she's jamming. She's moved again. Vas? <laughs> now she's put fucking Hilda on the phone. Vas? <laughs> Go on, keep going. I was like, yeah, I just don't want to stay with you anymore. And she was like, <laughs> she goes, is it something we have done? And I went, no, 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 it's just a lot of money, isn't it? And she goes, oh, okay, I see. And immediately she was like, yeah, people must accidentally book themselves into the Savoy four times a week. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, you remembered you weren't rich. Um, oh, that's okay. We have a button for that. Pov. But I think I'm done with the shit hotels of the world. The truly shit ones. Right. Well, now, no, I'm in no position to tell you what you're doing here. I agree. But I think what you've done is gone, I want better than this, and then <laughs> overshot it. Because <laughs> right, I, I get it. I really, I don't want to do the, you know, the ones in London where they're like, it's £35. And you're like, oh, so many people have been murdered here today. No, we've cleaned up the blood. Um, I don't want those. And the travel lodges, they're a bit bleak, aren't they? I know they're functional and everything. So that's where I would normally Premier stay. Premier in and like, you want nicer. In London, you can get all right deals knocking about here and there. Like, I've got a, I'm not going to tell everyone where I'm staying, but I've got, I suppose I'll be checked out by the time this goes out, won't I? Yeah, but you might stay there again. Yeah, but they, they won't know. 
Well, do you know if you're in London because you tell everyone where you are every day on oh, the internet? Oh, no, and they'll just like, yeah, because he's Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're like, Mr. Rowe, Mr. Rowe, you're going to have to stop telling your fans that you're here. We can't even function as a hotel. Fuck it. No, but you have to make that's not feasible. It is. Are we all right? <laughs> Do you think our lot are going to like flood it like the fucking Beatles fans just screaming? He's <laughs> not Harry Styles. Listen, I like him as well, but he's not fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. I think people can know where he is. Oh. Okay, go on then. Where are you going to stay? I'm staying at the Hoxton. Oh, love it. Yeah. Spent time there as a kid. Love it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a really nice hotel. What, what, I've been in the bar before. Bu- budget. What are we talking? Where, where are you? Ballpark it for us. 209. There you go. That's more in line. Because the travel lodge was like 1.30 a night anyway. And I was like, it's so unbelievably shit. It's, cl- it's close as fuck to the comedy club. Like, I'm, I'm at Top Secret Comedy Club this weekend, and it is over the road, and it's perfect to just stumble yes, back after the, after the late show. Yeah, when I was looking to go down to watch a West End show and take Etta down, which I am going to do, I'm just going to... Uh, I had a talk with Laura, and I was like, just going to wait till uh, she's a little bit older. Because um, I don't, I just... Like 30. No. <laughs> I was like, maybe later this year, where she just, I just watch her sometimes, and she's like, da, 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 da. And I just, you've got to be so on it in London, haven't you? You'll be a pensioner then. What? When I was 30. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not actually, <laughs> I'm not actually waiting that long. No, no, I was just thought, thought, thinking like yeah. the summer almost. But like 150 you know. quid... 160 quid, 170 quid will get you a good hotel for a night. Like a decent hotel, won't it? 500 a night, even with their fake discount, is retarded. How would you feel being in the Ritz or the Savoy? I would genuinely, and I did this with the business class flight to New York, I would be so, like a caricature of how I actually am. Like, I would wear me me Scousers trainees, a full Under Armour trackie and a cap. Like, I'd have me AirPods in even if I wasn't listening to anything. North Face backpack on. Yeah. yeah. I'd want everyone else there to feel really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. New money. Yeah. Oh, what's that amazing Louis C.K. bit? One of my favourite bits of his all time. When he was just on a Sunday morning and he's crap and he's got ice cream stains on his fucking top and he's gone down to just for a bit of fresh air in the court. And he's in this really expensive, oh, yeah, yeah. is it expensive, like plush apartment building with like a courtyard and little gardens. And the guy comes and, over. And, and the guy like, comes over. Do you live can, here? And he can see the guy going, oh, no, this isn't right. He goes, do you live here? And just for the fuck of it, Lucy goes, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, this is a private property. And he's like, oh, I don't really believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy goes over and finds like the attendant to go, there's a man here, probably homeless. And just watching the guy's face, he can't hear what's being said, but he can just see his confusion as the guy who works there goes, oh, no, no, he, uh, he's fine, he lives here. <laughs> just having him work it out. I like the idea of being the scummiest person. I did a bit about this once, and it, I never quite nailed it. But I like being the scummiest person to ruin posh people's afternoon. Like, yeah, because- the other way around, when you feel like the poshest person in, like, a home bargains and everyone's got mobility scooters just because they're fucked. Yeah. Like, there's no actual disability apart from, like, mm, like I'm 40, I've really rode the real wheels off it. Like, I, I don't know, I don't like that. <laughs> like, sometimes when we've been to the shops in Runcon, I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> I feel like the people at the Ritz, when you're there with AirPods, like, oh, my goodness. 
Oh, dear, yeah, they're like, everywhere. Th- those people are so stupid that, like, I enjoy <laughs> fucking with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd probably put, like, my feet up. I'd get, like, a table for two on my own and put my feet up on the other chair. Yeah, and you know someone's going to do the Louis C.K. Excuse me. Um, I don't mean to cause a scene, but just a few tables over, there's someone who just, he seems eminently scouse. And I'm wondering, is that allowed? I'd get, like, unpitted olives and be, like, trying to spit the pips into the... Oh, you classy slag. And just be like, what? Miriam, mind your business. You stupid old twat. Oh, well, that's And there you're gone. Now you're gone, aren't you? Ah, you see, yeah. Can't get kicked out of a hotel for calling an old woman a twat. Fact. Fact. (laughs) There you go. Adam's book of facts. (laughs) You can't get kicked out of a whole bargain. We need to make that book. Oh, Adam's book. No, fact. (laughs) The amount of times I've worked as a QC defending someone who's called someone a miserable old cunt in a hotel. We need Adam's book of facts in some way. Adam Law. (laughs) Chicago Law. Do you know what? We need that on the soundboard to just press but it. Do you know what, but do you also know what I mean? When you're in somewhere that's proper fucking toasty and rough and you're like, oh. Like, is that... You, like Lonya. N- what? You said the people in Home Lonya's Bargains. rough? You said the people in Home Bargains before. Right. I always see them in Lonya. Okay. All right, what, Lonya? I know, I know what he's doing now. What does he do? He, he's referencing the infamous clip that we got in trouble for. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, I wasn't talking about people who were disabled. I was just... Th- <laughs> oh, why are you doing it then? Subtle. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking dead subtle, Carl. You literally put the skids on the whole thing and went, Lunya. And sat there like a special needs came out. Yeah, that was flowing. No, I mean... Do you yeah. know what I mean about disability? No, no, mobility scooters, not disability scooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the mobility scooters? Yeah, right? I know you, exactly what you Are meant. you disabled? And you're like, That's no, why it took me a second as well. I'm just so working class that fat. my legs don't work. They're just yeah. fat. And, and I don't that's okay. That's, and that's okay as well. <laughs> but I don't know if that's... Some pubs in Manchester, remember when we lived in Manchester, we'd go in a pub and you'd be like, oh, this, especially in the Northern Quarter, there was pubs that were being gentrified and it was kind of cool. And then there's the pubs who were like, no, we're not doing that. And it's... <laughs> And you, uh, you sometimes go in and you're like, oh, we're in the wrong place. Do you ever get that or is it just me? Sometimes. Um, I only ever feel like that in like a city that is alien to me. Right. So like I could go into any of the roughest pubs in Liverpool and just be like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's fine. It's would, just would they be able to stay open though with all the fans? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Lads, you're going to have to stop coming in here. <laughs> Fucking serving roast. Or is it mayhem with all your fanatics? <laughs> right, okay. But if it was like a Glasgow pub. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the story of the gig I did on Christmas Day in Glasgow? What? No, in Edinburgh, sorry. In oh. um, a really rough area of Edinburgh, I did a gig on Christmas Day a few years ago. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. What do you mean? I just don't understand how that even happens. How is there a gig on Ed- in Edinburgh on Christmas Day? Because there was a pub that was like, we open Christmas Day and we want some comedy on. And how were you available? Because I just decided I was available. This was a good few years ago. Oh my God. If you ever need testament to how keen new comedians are when they're like, right, I'm going to make it and this is what I'm doing. I've got a gig on Christmas Day. You ain't even I'm that new, are you? No. So about five or six, five, years, six ago. years ago. Oh, he's still on the fucking grind yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. And as we arrived, the guy, there was two guys playing pool. And uh, me and the guy who drove me ordered, and they all knew who we were straight away, um, 
I ordered a pint, I think. And a lad went, nah, buddy, you need bottles. This is going to get rough for you. Uh, that's not nice. It was fine in the end. Smashed it. The bottle. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. But Like, that was uncomfortable. And especially having to do the gig. And it, was, oh, the it wasn't bad. It was fucking Savoy money. You know what I mean? No. One night Savoy money. Christmas Day money? Yeah. Basically a little corporate. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, that I've never no, I I've never even heard of a gig on Christmas Day. That yeah, it was it was a, a a mistake. I'm glad that I made. Do you know what I mean? But it's funny as well because your story is not like a joyful one. Like you know, like sometimes yeah, yeah. when comedians tell bad gig stories, yeah, it's like ah, oh, it was this bad, it was that bad, and there's like a fun. That was just like it was really scary, but then it was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no <laughs> there's no real anecdote to it. It's why I've never like turned it into a bit or anything. It was me, Jojo Sutherland, and Eddie Brimson. I have to say, though, I would rather be in a lively, working-class, fucking, a little bit uh, spiky around the edges pub for a gig than a, a room full of posh cunts. If we're, like... For a gig? Oh, oh, oh we've surely talked about this before. Comedy works best where people are sad. I'm telling you, like... I'm struggling. The, the, this whole thing about... I don't know, like, it's fun to be the, the the working class person in a fucking posh hotel. I The worst is being a working class comedian at a posh room of comedy, and they're like, they're like I don't know what this is. I really don't know why you're here. You're like, oh, God. I think I'm at a point now in my career, though, and in my life, where I could enjoy that death. Yeah. Like, in let's say it's like a 200-people village hall in Cambridgeshire, and I've got to go and close oh. it. And everyone else has done well because their acts were perfect for the room. And the promoters made a boo-boo and gone, Adam's doing all right. He's just done the Apollo. That podcast's going to sell us a few tickets. Let's get Adam in. And they all just collectively at minute two go, no, this is a bad idea. That 20 to 30 minute set, the fact that I am ruining the evening of all those cunts would, would override the fact that I'm having a bad time on stage. And you're getting paid for it? Yeah. But it, uh, also, doesn't matter if he refuses. You're like, it was actually worth just ruining all these cunts evening. <laughs> well, we're not going to pay you. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> the other thing, there's so many gigs. I wish I'd have just gone, stick your money, stick your gig, go fuck yourself. And then because I needed the cash and I'd already driven there, I just had to grind it out. And then sometimes it works out all right, but very few times did I ever just walk out because it was dog shit. But yeah, it's quite interesting that like, the hotel I'm staying in this weekend now is a really nice hotel. Like, I've been in the bar before, it's a, and it's a nice bar. Like, it's the type of bar people go to, even if they've got nothing to do with the hotel. Nice. It's a good bar. Um, and I will dress a lot smarter in there than I would in the Savoy. Cause, yeah. Because they're not posh enough, and it's just sort of smart casual. I'd feel really, really on show when I was a place there in a trackie. But at the Savoy, it would go so far that it becomes funny to me. Yeah, they're just nice, sound people, and there's a little bit of money in there, but it's not, it's not, uh, is it ostentatious? What's the word? Ostentatious. Where yeah, where it's like, just, it makes you feel a bit gippy because they're like, it looks like hard work. Being that posh. To be that posh and cared about that much. Oh, this spoon's wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck off, who's asked? Like, I've, I've oh yeah, the dinner with the yeah. When yeah. there's like oh you, you there's, there's seventeen forks, seventeen spoons, seventeen <laughs> knives. 
and it's a four course meal. And there's very sp- you've got uh, that's that's your carrot spoon. That's, that's your <laughs> carrot spoon there. This is your bread fork. Hey, don't don't be don't be using don't be using a meat spoon for your bread. You need a bread fork for that. The meat spoon. <laughs> What's a meat you spoon? You were getting away with it until the meat spoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, Mr. Rowe, you need to use the meat spoon. Fucking <laughs> in a steak. A big ladle. Like, like, an, <laughs> like an ice cream scoop. Whoa, that steak's lovely. <laughs> Put it in a fucking coal. Throw that away. Um, yeah, when, when we went... When we were in New York and we went to the Michelin star restaurant for my birthday, I got lamb chops for me main, like lamb cutlets. And like, it's a Michelin star restaurant and here's who I am. My favorite bit of the meat is right near the bone. I was sucking the bone sat in a Michelin star restaurant looking yeah, at Manhattan. you paid to suck that bone? Yeah. I, I, Carl's really coming out with some no context have a words <laughs> recently. I think we slightly clipped it, but that was pretty gay. Um, I thought that's what you did with... Uh, I thought that's what you did. Are what? you not meant to? I was given a knife and fork, so I assume I was meant to just use that. And oh, I did for the main right. bit. Oh, fuck me. Right. I thought you were eating it with your hands. Like the whole bit. Like Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he deep throat in that bone? But in my head, I'm like, this is a fucking 300 quid lamb chop. Like, I'm getting every fucking millimetre of it. Five dollars. That's another five dollars. Oh, 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 oh. That's about 12 50. <laughs> Could you stop doing that with the meat plate, sir? Go fuck yourself. Use your meat spoon. <laughs> it is annoying that, though. Like, there's absolutely what, no... The, all the things of, like, the, yeah, oh, you oh, can't do that, this. That's the smallest fork. So you, you... Have you ever eaten anywhere like that? Yeah. I, I have never eaten in a place where they're like, this is the ridiculous, like, Downton Abbey dinner service. Isn't I wouldn't know it? where to start. Isn't the point of it to keep scum out? Because you don't know what they're doing. Yeah but, like, yeah, but it doesn't keep scum out because they don't kick you out if you use the wrong one. No, no, but, no, but it, like they just silently off. judge you from the side yeah, of the room. It's an identifier, isn't it? Oh, you don't know the rules. You poor little thing. Is it? It's like yeah, like political speech as well, like the language they use. Like oh, you don't know what we're saying because you, you're not part of the group. Yeah, and then it also works in regional stuff. So a working class Scouse lad, a working class Geordie lad, or even if you're in South London and you're in gangs and you've got your own like fucking Dialogue. language, haven't it? If you don't get it, it's a way of sort of distancing yourself from from the norm. And dialect. that's what yeah, that's what posh cunts do. Like yeah. oh I'll my shove fourteen fucking are these forks up your ass, bruv. Yeah, bruv. You nailed that, didn't it? <laughs> nailed it. I actually thought you were doing Geordie then for a bit, bro. I did as well. I thought you'd stop. I'll, footin', I'll shove it all up your foot and butty. Aye. Right in your foot Oh, that reminds bite. me of the gentleman. Have you seen the gentleman? No. Oh, with the guy from Sons of Anarchy. He's got a machine gun. Has anyone Charlie seen it? Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, and he goes, all right, I'm sure you're all fucking naughty boys. And oh, that's like, great, yeah. I'm going to fucking stab you, in it. He goes, well, I've got a fucking machine gun. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's like, it's, it's, you know, in a film where you're like, you know, obviously it's in London. I, I didn't mind the gentleman. I thought it was all right. There was bits of it that were a bit annoying, but it was generally quite a good film. We went to the cinema and watched it. But there are weird things that are not meant to be with each other in cinema, which is like fucking people doing you like we're gangs, innit? <laughs> fucking South London. You'll come deep south, man. I'll fucking cut you, innit, fam? And then the guy from Sun's Island goes, All right, I'm sure you're all fucking naughty boys, like, but I've got a fucking machine gun. 
That's it. Just didn't work. It was so funny. It's a really great scene, though. Like I watched it the other night on TikTok. After yeah, that. it is. It is. It's but just the Geordie I, accent with the fuck. What are you talking about, fam? Those any is and I've I've said on this pod before. Like I've got a, such a problem with um, unreasonable authority. It's why I never really was good at jobs because like when the managers like do this and I was like well why I need to know why I'm doing it sort of thing and the things with the knife and fork I've been with my ex-girlfriend to restaurants where you're given like five forks five spoons and five knives and I literally just use my favourite looking fork for each bit <laughs> yeah the biggest one yes no yes. like second largest oh, you're not used to because and oh. do, you know, do you know why I use the second largest and not the largest oh. because part of me is like maybe the largest one is the right one and I'm not using that. Yeah. <laughs> Use the what's the really? What's everything. the? What's the little pedo fork? The three. Three. <laughs> it looks like. It looks like a miniature sort of. What is, is it Zeus or Spartan? What's the? A tri. A, a tr- trident. Uh, yeah. Not triad. A trident. Three Maybe out of four d- dentists recommend using that for. Nearly. Three out of So close. Damn it. You did make Greek mythology sound like... Trident. <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> you tried trident. <laughs> <laughs> isn't uh, that, is that one, that, that, that must be for carrots. Isn't it a fruit, a fruit, a fruit fork? Is it, it, it is a fruit fork. It is. It is. Ooh, kiwi. <laughs> yep. I like when you can eat food with your hand. Pizza's obviously a fucking touch, in it? Because... I don't, don't care where you... <laughs> Lasagna. Depends how hungover you are. Is can, you, a, can you go to a restaurant and eat with your hands and just... Do you have to get over there? If you went to, like, a nice restaurant. Like a, a really upscale restaurant? So you went to, like, a, it's 150 ahead and you just ate it with your hands. I think you would be advised to stop by someone who works there. By, like, the maitre d'. Yeah. Stop. Advisory is fine, isn't it? I think they come over and go, sir. We would uh, respectfully request that you were to use the the cutlery items that have been provided for you. Any one of the twenty seven forks we can live with, but really it should be number twelve for this. Oh, and they're, they're, now I'm out. Yeah, I'd be drinking at me. Yeah, then, then I'd drinking. prefer to go to a restaurant in Runcorn with like, why are you using a fork, you bender? <laughs> 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 Oh, right, look at Cullery Boy, gay! Like, like. <laughs> Do you know me? We went to a restaurant the day, me, Steve, Maddie, Serica, and Judy. And it was late. And I think they had about 40 minutes left. And we walked in, and the host went, So, have you been here before? And went, no, no. It was on the top of the one, I won't name it. Went, right. Uh, a lot of people don't like the food. And if you don't like it, you can't complain to me because we won't change it. A lot of people don't like the food. Yeah, and you can't complain after you've ordered. And we went, we're going to leave. And he went, okay. What was the restaurant? What was it called? Smoking Dough, was it? Smoking Dough. <laughs> so he walked in and went, look, this, people think it's shit, but if you think it's shit, you're not allowed to say anything. That is a waiter who couldn't be asked with no, one no, more he table. He wasn't a waiter. He was a manager. That was a manager who couldn't be asked with one more table. Yeah, but, it is his last week. But he 100%. Just, he could have just gone, ah, oh, we're closed. We don't got it. If you can't complain if you don't like it. And a lot of people don't like it, so... I mean, like, we're There's gonna got go. to be more going on there, There's hasn't it? has got to be, it hasn't was, it? It was odd. It was odd. That is a weird thing to happen. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I can't be asked with cunts. Bye-bye. That's essentially what it was. Don't complain to me if you don't like it, because I'm not going to change the but food. But what, the top of Liverpool one, the really expensive... It, well. it looked lovely. It's but it can't ex- be cheap having a restaurant up there. It's, 
No, no, the top of Liverpool one is is actually more like Wagamamari, like Cheney, ER Cheney places. Yeah, but I mean to rent one oh, of those yeah, yeah. units is not cheap, is it? Like they're no. not. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean now. I thought you meant for the consumer. But you could tell you didn't want us there, but he, it was like, oh, don't come complaining to me if you don't like it. <laughs> really? Right. That is the weirdest customer service. He'd make a brilliant with a comedian. Smile, with a he would make a fucking great comedian. He was like, if That's, you don't like it, then. That is the attitude you need to like do an Edinburgh run. Listen, <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. But if you don't like it, don't complain to me afterwards. <laughs> so odd. We went to Pizza Express and they were lovely. Where you can eat with your hands. You can eat with your hands, yeah. It was strange, strange customer service. Those two gaffes could very well be my new locals. Why is that, Adam? I'm getting a penthouse apartment. <laughs> you are. The breakdown <laughs> continues. Do you know what's happened? Right, I stayed at my cousin's the other night. So after we recorded the Patreon episode, yeah. My cousin's been really good to me while shit's been going on. We love Dolly. Um, I don't think I've met her, but she's... You, met her you will have met Dolly. At least once. Very briefly. Yeah. Um, did have some beverages at your birthday though. Yes. yes. Um, so I just I texted and I was like, I'll come and see you in a bit after work, uh, and I'll take you and you fell in the baby out for say my nice. treat. And then on the way to Dolly's, I went through a red light accidentally because I just was not concentrating. And you know when you have one of those moments when you're driving, and I was obviously hungover because that was the night after I'd been out with Alfie. I was like, oh, I should not be behind this wheel. So I was very careful for the rest of the way. Um, and then she was like, do you want to just stay? And I was like, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. After that journey. Um, so my day yesterday was funny. Uh, and anyone who follows me on Twitter will have already seen uh, a bit of this story. So first of all... I. That night in Dolly's, I was literally just contemplating my life. And I, to be totally honest with you, and, you know, we will go through the details of the breakup eventually on my terms. I'm not enjoying being in my house at the minute. I was just like, it's just a bit haunted by what's gone on. And I was like, I want to move out. And I've wanted to live in town. And I thought I was going to buy somewhere this year. But now I'm sort of like, ah, maybe I don't want to actually be tied to owning something just yet. Not in a rush. Um... So I, I, I went on right move, and the first apartment I seen was in the building I've always sort of wanted to live in, and it's a duplex and a little penthouse thing. It's right on the top floor. What does, du- what does duplex mean? It's got like an upstairs and a downstairs. It's a flat, flat. But, you've, it, but, but you've got a, a set of stairs in it. All right, cool. Um, so I, I just went, can I come and see that tomorrow at half three? And the guy got back to me and was like, I can only do half two. So I rushed to go and see it, and I just was like, like, there's nothing else it could have that would make me want it. And I was like, just wait 48 hours before you make a decision. But I put it on my Instagram and sent it to Carl. Carl's immediate reaction was, get it now. And everyone else was like, just, what are you waiting for? Just get it. And then I was like, what am I waiting for? So I emailed them and said, I'll take it. That's beautiful. Ghost Hunt 3 in Adam's house. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be quite something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the dishes from Is six years ago. Is she <laughs> Get out of the garden. Um, I'm looking forward to it, you know. It's going to be amazing. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in a penthouse in Manchester when I was 30. Had a very, very good time. So it's a good time to do it, isn't it? Do it. When are, you, when are you going to do it? You're going you're gonna to do it now. 
then maybe a few years down the line, meet someone, settle down, and then the next time you're going to get to do it is post-divorce. It's hard work, isn't it? Yeah. You're in the window. 30 Hopefully you never get to do the penthouse <laughs> in your late 40s. Like an old comma. They say you don't need to do a penthouse on the way up and on the way down. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> With one of those girls from the Savoy. Mr. Ro, Mr. Ro. You cancelled your booking, but you found love. What is this? Dan, have you been frivolous the last couple of days, like Adam? Oh, have I? Have you? Are you asking a question because you know something? No, no. What do you mean? Just keeping the conversation moving. Oh, sorry. I thought you knew something about... I was trying to work out what you knew. No. What have you bought? Oh, what's happened? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I've done my tax then. return. I've <laughs> done the absolute polar fucking opposite of be frivolous. I've been like, right, this is the accounting for this. This is the accounting for that. By the way, doing a tax return... That includes March, uh, sorry, April 2020 to April 2020 is so weirdly. Uh, I got nostalgic because in my accounts I can see the start of the money like coming in for this podcast when we needed it most, and I messaged a couple of people who gave me gigs in that lockdown because the fee coming in stands out a fucking mile because there was no other money coming in. And then it was like money coming into my account from PayPal that we got from the very OG patrons who we've thanked many a time. But when you see it, you're like, my, my income just stopped and the gig stopped. And then you just have like uh, money coming in from PayPal that was from the podcast. And then I'd pay Adam... So that's how we did it. And then occasionally, like, we'd get money from, like, when we had Beer 52, and Adam would send me money, and it'd be, like, cocaine refund or, you know. He, he literally, Adam cannot put money in your account without <laughs> being, like, big dildo refund you, Bender. Like, yeah, well, I'm, I sent my account, all our accountants, and it was bitch-ass gimp. <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck do I... I just didn't mention it. I was like, there uh, it is. It's bitch-ass gimp. Um, but what it did remind me of is that, one of our very, very first sponsors when the lockdown hit was the Vauxhall Comedy Club in London, run by a guy called Mooch. I'm doing my tour show there in, I think, October. And I just, he gave us a sponsor. He's paid for a sponsor. He paid for an advert at every episode for the first sort of month when we needed it most, when we were probably being listened to by a few thousand people. So I just wanted to do this while we're so much bigger just do a little shout out to the good people at the Vauxhall Comedy Club in London. If you fancy going to watch stand-up in London, I know we mentioned Top Secret. Everyone knows about the store. Have a little look for Vauxhall Comedy. They do a really, really good show. They're friends uh, with a lot of the people that you'll recognise from the uh, from the couch. I know Vittorio's down there all the time. And it's, a and really, really it's actually guys. a really good drop-in club. So they will have comics drop-in who are big and you got... Like, I've... Last few times I've been in London for stuff other than gigs, and I just get to the night, and I'm like, you know what, I fancy just going and say, talking some shit. He will always accommodate a comic that he's sort of happy to have. Do you know what I mean? He'll squeeze you on. So, like, some really famous comics drop in there as well. Yeah, uh, You never central, know who's going to be there. Really central. You see Vauxhall, and you're like, oh, it's not in town. It's just, I think it's the Piccadilly line, and it's just over the water. It's so central, it'll take you five minutes on the tube, and it's something a little bit different. Go and have a look at Vauxhall Comedy Club because uh, Mooch and the guys there really fucking stepped up when we were in a spot. I think I might try and drop in there on Saturday this week. So if you're really accessing this and you want something in London tonight, I might try and drop in there. 
London is a great... I, I know, like, if you haven't taken your partner away, London is a great option. Just get on the train yeah, and then go and see a show, Vauxhall Comedy. And then £1,500 is all you need to spend on a hotel. <laughs> and Adam will put the link in. <laughs> We're also sponsored by the Ritz Hotel now. The, uh, Savoy. Oh, Savoy. The, and the code is, go fuck yourself, you scumbag. And the, then the, see if that works. The, the code is, oh, yes. This happens a lot. And we're, yeah. <laughs> and we're also sponsored by Home Bargains Runcorn. And the uh, code word is. Lonya. <laughs> Can we just, before we move on to correspondence, uh, Carl and Finn uh, yesterday <laughs> yeah. uh, went to teach podcasting in <laughs> Seneca's school. What a segue from me going. <laughs> oh, that's reminding me. Um, first of all, the fact that that is possible, and there's two of my favourite bits, I want you to tell the would you rather story in a second, yeah. which made me laugh. Me and Carl went for a little drive last night and got a Mackey's and just had a little uh, 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 a bromance chat. And so the, the, the my favourite thing is that a couple of the kids were like to Carl, I want to be a podcaster now, I'll check yours out. I'm in year five, what's yours <laughs> called? <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> what's it called? No, 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 you're never finding out. Two adults was the response. Two well, adults. They've been taught what a would you rather is. Yes, yeah, and you got like Selica's been teaching them what a would you rather is. Right. So one of the little girls invented their own. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so, so th like this made me really, really, really laugh. This. So we had we had ten groups of five or four kids. Finn, by the way, was fire. Like he was genuinely he's so good with kids. Like shout out to Finn. He was so good. Thank you. Ah, oh, Finn, you little kid. So they'd all like, they'd all pre-prepared their subject. So a lot of it was music and football, a couple of like other ones like technology. They all had little weird scripts because he thought it was scripted, but like we kind of pushed away from that, didn't we? We kind of led it, and there was some producers there who loved it, and like having the headphones on was the best thing in the world. But this girl was like, "It's would you rather time?" We were like, "That's funny because it sounds like us." And she went, um, "Would you rather <laughs> fall into a volcano and die peacefully?" Like, yeah. And die peacefully. <laughs> yeah. Or have a nice hour-long bath. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit, though, is when you confront the winner. Carl went, I went to her. I don't really think you understand how would you rather's work. She's like, no, I do. And he was like, so what would you rather do? And she went, the bath, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think you. Yeah. Went, it's either two nice things or two bad things. You like, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Is there any less peaceful death? Even a mate going, you wouldn't die peacefully there. She's like, yeah, you would. I can't, the I can't. level of acceptance. Well, I'm falling now. <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well just chill. I've got my own one. Would you rather be fisted with a glove made of razor blades or have a lovely sandwich? That's a tricky one. <laughs> it's a lovely sandwich, though. Isn't that's it? obviously yeah. a lovely sandwich. Yeah, obviously, the, the sandwich. that's going to really hurt your bum. Yeah, yeah. It's going to cut you to bits. You'd be, your asshole will be bleeding. You could be. You could die. Yeah. The sandwich is nice, especially if you're hungry. I don't think you understand. Would you rather? Um, but shout out to Paul Macalinden. Oh, sorry, I've said that wrong. He's sending the school some podcast equipment so they can get their own started. He's donated to the school. Oh, what a fucking ledge! And obviously, he also played left back for Manchester City in the nineties. Oh, yeah, Macalinda. He did that as well. <laughs> down the wing. But as soon as we in left... In him in, we'll have a sing. As soon as we left, we were like, well, we, we want to be a... What did you just say? We'll have a sing. I don't know. 
some of my football chants are like, it's like I've never been to football. Oh, everyone looks so athletic. Have a good bloody run around. Score a goal. Maka Linden. Here we go again. Why, why did City ever let you go? Maka Linden. That works. That was good. But yeah, do it all like, we want to be podcasters now. <laughs> Um, we want to be podcasters now, so... Uh, can, can yeah, well, it's a closed shop, so fuck off. I didn't well, say that. All right, sorry. <laughs> if know. any of those kids are watching, right, look at me right now. You'll never be us. Yeah. Grow up. There's some of them who will be. You're pathetic. And your mum and dad probably have marital troubles. <laughs> I please hope you don't find this podcast. <laughs> well, that's calm, that, going back to that school. But yeah, we're teaching the future podcast generation. I'm not threatening you. All right, cool. It's more than words. You're a f- it's a very positive thing. It was. It's beautiful. Don't even bother. <laughs> I like how we didn't get asked. He's having a Do very- you know why you didn't get asked? Well, because he's having a very expensive breakdown. And I spent the time on the Well, there go. I'll, we, we'll role play it. I'll ask you. Do you just want to come to teach podcasting in a school? No, when? Right. Where? where? <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter when or where. Are you up for it? Well, my schedule's pretty hectic, so uh, if I can make it work. It's a Tuesday, I know you're free. Oh, yeah, sure. That's a good role play. I don't <laughs> think you know how role play works. <laughs> you both would have gone, no? No, I wouldn't. I did, I don't. I'd yeah. have done it. You I'm wouldn't right. have. But I'd have brought this energy. Like, I'd let you use teacher while I was just there, just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's actually a lot more difficult than he's making it sound. Lesson one, kids. Wet ass <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why wardens have taken him. Because <laughs> we had to be very PC. Wet ass PC. <laughs> Break. Wag wag lids. We've got to tell you about one of our sponsors, NordVPN. They're offering our listeners, our fans, a two year deal plus one month for just $89, which is about 65 quid. That's 70% off the usual price and works out at £2.60 a month. What, Adam, what is a VPN? What's Nord? A VPN is basically a way to lie to your computer or your laptop and say, hey, I'm not in fucking Liverpool, me mate. Nah, I'm in Syria. I'm in the Antarctic. I'm in Brussels. I'm in Mexico. Wherever you feel like being, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be online? You can tell a VPN, put me there, and it will give you access to that country's version of the internet. And you might not think that's any different, but you're full of shit, Susan, okay? If you're in America, you get access to American Netflix. Syrian Netflix, Susan! (laughs) Have you not watched Syrian Netflix? (laughs) It's wicked! It's honestly the best thing I pay for, a VPN. Being able to decide what country you want to be in and what you want access to. It's especially great, as we've said before, for the Premier League footy. You can get all the three o'clock kickoffs because they're shown all around the world, just not in England. You can get them with NordVPN. And I'm I'm so happy that they're on board as a sponsor. So it's nordvpn.com slash have a word. Use our custom code, have a word. That's nordvpn.com slash have a word. Custom code... Have a word. Go ahead, Susan. You fucking slag. So you just told us you were conceived in Switzerland and then corrected yourself and said you learned to walk in Switzerland. You know, when you just, when you're a kid, things come up. One of the things that I got told was like, I learned to walk in Switzerland. My first step. like a special program that you got sent to because you couldn't walk? Well, we were getting rid of my granddad who was like on his last legs. And uh, Failed because so he's still here. We went for Dignitas. <laughs> And it was my other granddad. <laughs> He's just really old. 
And uh, I was so happy to be rid of him because he was just so, I was like, yes, fucking what? <laughs> I pressed the big red button. <laughs> Come on, Dan. <laughs> the big red button. Like it's a game show. Dignitas. Is that, is that what the switch, is that what it's called? Dignitas, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Swiss for dignity. <laughs> it might be. I'm going to Google that. What are you laughing at? That's a song as well. It's <laughs> Swiss for dignity. <laughs> it is. It's Latin. Know, but it's just so obvious. <laughs> it's not really. Uh, actually, uh, I think uh, it's something to do with dignity. Do you reckon? Do you think dignitas is something to do with dignity? It's I don't Latin. know how you got there. Latin for dignity. Um... Yeah, so I've I've like f- fucking no memory of it. What's your opinion on assisted suicide? Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm not far off. <laughs> Nearly done. What what side though? Assisting or what? Oh no, I don't want to work there. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking pressing red buttons all day. <laughs> Say goodbye to Nana. And she's gone. In my head, that's like a CITV game show from the nineties. Whack-a-mole. Get gunged to death. <laughs> Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> Say goodbye to Nana. Floor opens up. No, like one of those log flumes you see on TikTok or Instagram reels where they're like, <laughs> hey, ready? One last ride for Nana. <laughs> Woo! That'd be great though. If you're going to get fucking seen off, you're old. You're like, you're, don't you want to go one last mega fucking like log, like not a log flume, but like a, a water slide. Have a weird suicide <laughs> theme park. <laughs> wow. They're just roller coasters that have no end on the track and just right at the end, it's just, yeah, you see it when they fly off, but that, you can't actually see where they land. You're like, you don't want to look over you that. Just build it next to a quarry. <laughs> yeah. That you own, of course, because they would probably complain. <laughs> <laughs> if you complain. Uh, since you've moved in, uh, some of the lads that work in the oh, quarry are complaining. Go, Flying uh, alien nanas keep splattering all over the quarry, and it's really putting the lads off the work. Um, yeah, so... I, I don't know where that's come from in my head, but I learned to walk in Switzerland because you're thinking of going to Switzerland. I didn't just, that made it sound like I was sat here in the break and we were like, should we start recording? I was like, I learned to walk in Switzerland. <laughs> you did, that's exactly what you said as well. We were all just talking and you, you just... were talk. We were talking about Switzerland. No. Be, uh, hey. <laughs> you dishonest little fucker. Oh, that oh, picture yeah. is great. It's very funny. Right. In the Patreon episode, that, um, that went out <laughs> last week. You I really pick, fancy the woman and Carl out, put the, the image of the woman you were talking about. The right the image. I picked out a, a fit hench woman. She was fit, that woman. Carl <laughs> picked out a, a competition bodybuilding nana. <laughs> Basically, your Auntie Beryl on fucking growth hormone. She looked horrific. And I'm there just openly talking about it. Distrust. You've been very disloyal. It was so good. It was so funny. Yeah, of course it was funny, you rat. Look, I've had an idea here, and I genuinely think we need to think about it, right? There isn't a company that is d- organising fun suicides. And I think a billionaire needs to buy, like, an island. And just for really s- seriously ill people, like, maybe, like, it's a plane, right? And the pilot has got a parachute. And what he does is he ghosties the plane. But you get to sit in the co-pilot seats and you just into a mountain. That'd be a great way to go. It me. would, wouldn't it? It's expensive though, isn't it? You know, because you've got to buy a plane every time you get rid of a nana. You just keep fixing the plane. You ghost to your plane, pay for the into plane. an island, whole thing goes up, you just fix the plane. Right. 
Do you think my water slide is a bit cheaper? <laughs> water slide into a quarry. Guillotine water slide. Murder slide. <laughs> yeah. Is Nana ready for the murder slide? <laughs> It'll be nice to be at peace. What? <laughs> <laughs> The least peaceful, least dignified death ever. Into a quarry. Into a volcano. <laughs> Adam, Adam Rowan on that girl about a volcano. <laughs> yeah, I do believe in it. I think there's nothing... What If, you, if you're done, you're done. You should be able to choose your... Just the weird laws, isn't it? You're killing someone. I think it's related to um, Christianity and faith. I do too. Um, I think you should be, if you are, there should be some prerequisites like, oh, I'm from, from fear of sad. That's not good, is it? But if you've got terminal illness, why, who's to tell you you can't just fucking like, be like, I'm done. Romeo done. That's what I want to do. I want to do a 20, <laughs> a So Solid Crew reference just as I go. Your last words. Yeah, my last word. Romeo done. What would your last words be, Adam? If you, my if last you, words. You know you were making them. Um, your last decree. Defend my honour. Right. <laughs> Who's saying that to? <laughs> the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> He's long gone. He's out in the parachute with his fucking gaffer taped up plane. <laughs> Very expensive. Adam's dignitas. Whispers it into the black box. <laughs> I'd call Digny it. lad. No, funnitas. Right. It's fun. Right. But nitas doesn't really work, does it? Just call it fun. No, but people need to be, make the association. Dignifun. No? Dignified fun. <laughs> Words. Like, like a boggle night. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. Like it's not just some evil Swiss doctor with a needle like, say goodbye. Uh, what about mushuk? What's that? Pussy in Uzbekistanian. Why is, what's that got to do with? Sounds fun. Mushuk. He's Carl in a weird mood. <laughs> this whole year he's been yeah. in a bit of a weird mood. It's New Year, New what Carl, isn't it? Last, what, what are your last words? What about uh, pussy in Uz Uzbekistan? <laughs> <laughs> what were Adam Rowe last words? Mushuk! Yeah. Oh, my God. You're the footballer, Louis Figo. Yeah. Pussy is Figo in Portuguese, in Italian. Oh, I thought it was Portuguese. Not as fun. Cool. I think Carl's having a mental breakdown as well, you know. I'm moving house. I think I think the fact that he's bought a house, I think he's on the face of it. I think Carl handles I think he hides his emotions well. <laughs> I do. Right? I do. But I think I'm worried about these kids in Newtonley Willows when you were like, Mushuk! Just <laughs> Becky Stanley for pussy. <laughs> Carry on. Keep going. Uh, drop something for no reason. Segue. <laughs> Try to turn that off. I'm not sure you'd prefer to hear, but shout out to Joe at uh, Vincent Solicitors for the. Uh, if you're looking for. <laughs> doing a plug! He's doing a plug! <laughs> we just. At this point! We've just been. Fucking, we've just showed pussy in Uzbekistani! <laughs> and you're getting your flea free plug in for solicitors! <laughs> this, they'll no, love this! You've got to do it I now! Am. Go on! Uh, mush hey, Carl, can I just. Mushuk! Carl, can I ask, uh, have you been using any form of conveyance solicitor? Uh, yeah. Oh, a, wow. A wonderful conveyance solicitor. Oh, wonderful, you say? His name is Joe Hughes. Oh, Joe Hughes. He, uh, he helped me a lot. Very very personable, uh, very quick with his emails. Lovely gentleman. If you're buying a house, give him a, give him a shout. 
All right, Carl. Enjoy- and what's the company called? It's called Vincent Solicitors. Wow. Enjoy that saving that you've made there, Carl. Mushuck. That <laughs> does sound like an, an Italian mobster. Is like, like Vinny. He's gone. We're going to call it Vincent Solicitors. You know, we're going to be respectable. We're going to. Oh. We're going legit, buddy. It's Vinny's. Come oh, down yeah. to Vinny's, get a nice fucking meat sub. <laughs> Buy your new fucking duplex. Nice one, Joe. Mushuck piece Joe. of shit. Joey Hughes. Here we go again. Why, bye, why bye. did you give Carl a hand with his mortgage? Here we go again. Um, um, all right, lids. Having watched... Uh, this is from Rob O. All right, lids. Having watched Adam's American podcast appearance on Are You Garbage? There was a question raised about whether you take your shoes off in the house. Adam's response was no. This sparked a debate between me and the missus. I feel as though they assumed Adam was speaking for everyone from the UK as a whole, but we reckon out of everyone on the pod, Adam is the only one who doesn't take his shoes off at the door. Opinions? I do. I I keep my shoes on until I'm ready to settle down. <laughs> Not like with a wife and kids. He runs in the house and this. <laughs> Adam's like a bucking bronco. <laughs> Just cantering, cantering <laughs> through the kitchen. <laughs> oh, he's unsettled. Leave him. Give him space. You've got to give him a sugar cube and whisper to him. Come on now. Come on. Come on. That's all right. You can watch the good wife now. And he slowly just comes over like hey, this. We'll get, we'll get some shoe, mate. We'll get some shoe, mate. Come on. Get, get them shoes off. Come on. <laughs> now you can de-shoe him. And there's a way of doing it. Got to get the leg up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You may say, yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm, if I'm not... cooking tea, I've got my shoes on. That's mad. Why? What You've got your shoes on? Like, not like dress shoes, but like me trainees. <laughs> yeah. I don't put them on. Like, oh, t- it's, it's, it's on. cooking time. Hang on. Time if, to... if you haven't got shoes on, do you put shoes on to cook? Oh, who probably go, not. Who, go, who goes from unsettled to cooking? Yeah. Madness. Yeah. Like if I've took them off, they're probably off. But if I'm coming in and put me shopping away, I'm going to the toilet, and I'm just like, if I'm just sitting on the couch for 15 minutes before I go out, my shoes stay on. Mad. I don't take shoes off at the door because I am feel like I'm constantly like nipping back to the car or going up to the garden office, and I hate putting shoes on and off. But we're about to... Yes. Get, we're about to get new carpet. We haven't got carpets downstairs, but we're about to get carpets on the stairs and upstairs. And Laura's like, you need to get in the habit of taking your shoes off. You cannot just go, oh, fuck it, I'll nip upstairs. Can I just say as well, a lot. The, the beef I add on Are You Garbage with this is with people who force you to take your shoes off when you go to their house, for even for a couple of minutes. Oh, for a couple of minutes, no. But if you're coming to my new house, you're taking your shoes I off. I think if it's, I haven't got new carpet. Someone's allowed to have those rules, though, aren't they? It's their house. They are, yeah. They're allowed to have the rules, and I'm allowed it. to think they're gobshites. Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Don't invite, invite Adam round. He won't settle. <laughs> it's all right. Shh, get his reins. <laughs> he's just running around the room. <laughs> like a dog having a mad half hour. Oh, he's galloping. <laughs> On the couch. <laughs> Booking Adam. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. But no, I don't. I really like having my shoes on. They're, they're comfy and they, it means you can go everywhere. But I know the lot, like, especially because you boys have been in Japan. 
Yeah. That's unheard of, isn't it? You 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 have to take your shoes off, otherwise you get shot, don't you? Yeah. You get shot. You, you put your shoes at the door. <clears throat> okay. That's upsetting. And you, isn't it? Yeah, just thanks so much, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hello. laughs> I just want to say thank you to Joe Hughes and things. <laughs> They've been phenomenal. Thanks for the emails. Oh, I'm getting emotional. Uh, you put your shoes at the door, and most people have slippers for you to put on. Restaurants as well. You, you have slippers. Well, so you, if you go what? to a, if you go to a traditional Japanese restaurant, you take your shoes off at the door, right. put them in the genkan, and then you get slippers. And you what if it's like an Asian fusion restaurant in Asia? Yeah, explain. What they fusing with? Other bit of Asia. <laughs> so like that's not tradition in China, is it? So if if it's like a salt and pepper sushi gaff, did they make you take your shoes off? I didn't go to one. Mm. Yeah, you know why it's they didn't go thing. to one? Because it's not a thing, is it? <laughs> is it a salt and pepper sushi gaff. <laughs> Nando sushi. Leave your shoes on. Wimpy sushi. <laughs> but when you go to someone's house. You have to wear restaurant slippers. Yeah. Or you can take your Imagine over here if you went to Nando's and they were like, sorry, lads, you've got to wear one of the fucking restaurant sliders. What's well, called the floor? It's tatami. So it's like. The, oh, tatami, tatami. What's tatami? It's like a, it's like a wood. It's like, it's like wood in it. It's like, like carpet. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, if you have your shoes on, you could break it. Dead foreign. Woven wood. Oh, woven wood. Why don't they just oh, get... I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like when you get like shoemires and it comes in those little... Exactly that. Yeah. But it's more, more, um, it's a bit stronger than that. But people's houses have that too. And you don't, you don't, you say you don't want to walk the outside in. It's like dirt and not, not niceness. Hey, I'm, if I was visiting, it's part of the culture. If I lived there for a year, it'd be about like, I'd just be like, I just want to keep my shoes on. Some flats just have like laminate, don't they? Yeah, like in my house. Like I would have been alright with it, like Steve's house too. But right. I say if you go somewhere traditional, which is a lot. In my new flat, the rule is I'm gonna have footy boots at the door. You put footy boots on it when <laughs> you come on. in. Studs on. Studs on. Yeah. Studs on. Yeah. He lose the deposit in the first eight seconds. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. They've said uh, I can hang some pictures and make it homey. Oh Jesus. Mm. Make it homey. Yeah. Mm. What pictures are you gonna go for? A uh, couple of mine. Couple of some Billy Connolly. Some Billy Connolly art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get oh. I'm going to get some fine art, 100%. What's fine art? Stumble in a really thin paintbrush. <laughs> Finn, could you... <laughs> Finn, could you give the final ruling on these shoes? We've got two two no's, two nays. So it two... definitely depends on the, the type of flooring. Carpet is a no. Your house. Yeah, but I... Shoes have... off at your house. Yeah, but... I've got uh, house crocs. <gasps> oh, you sexy fucker. Yeah. Oh, house crocs. Yeah. Because Do you know you can get a little style. toy for your crocs that makes it look like the Loch Ness Monster is coming in out of the holes? So I, I've got the little toys on mine, but oh I've got... Oh, my God. Uh, and they let you near kids yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you big-fingered pedo. I've got um, a guitar on one. Oh, because you love guitar? I do. Oh, you're do. a musician. Yeah, yeah. He's got John Lennon's teeth on another one. And the other one is <laughs> so sinister. The other, the other one They're is replicas. Uh, Amsterdam houses. They're my Crocs. Because you like drugs, or you hate Anne Frank. <laughs> Both. You love hidden Jews. Yeah. Aye, what a lovely yeah. reference for your Crocs, yeah, yeah. isn't it? I'll put a picture of them on on Twitter. Oh, or everyone wants that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Love it. Can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, how, bit of a car character. Carpets, no shoes, wood floor. Wear what you want. 
There you go. It's, it's what he lives by. What I, I really like in the house, to be honest with you, especially if I'm settled, <laughs> is me sliders, <laughs> yeah. but no socks. That's fine. I don't like me feet being too hot, so just having socks on, for some reason, makes me feet too hot. So I don't like that. But also, I've got wooden floor downstairs. Oh. Laminate, so it's too cold to not have anything on. Oh, you'd be Ferris Bueller in without the sliding yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got North Face sliders, and they are my my house webs. I bought some cheap Alessi sliders. Uh, at the start of the lockdown, I bought some Diodora sliders because I wanted to go football Italia Gary 90. Neville. Yeah, and they didn't last. They look really retro and cool. And I just bought some Alessi ones thinking, oh, they're cheap. They're, they've lasted fucking ages. Yeah, They're not slide, cool. Who's the best sliders? Is it Adidas? My uh, I bro- bro- brother-in-law ones. claims Adidas is the one. It's Adidas. The three-stripe Adidas over the top. Is the one, isn't it? They're just like the go-to kind of one. Right, okay. Which are the... Because I'm gonna. I'm about to purchase some sliders. What are the ones we should go for? What should be avoiding? Because obviously, I don't want to give off sound them. Too. Nike sound. Just don't get Crocs. Right. I, we can forgive Finn. Alessi. He's from real. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Alessi, but if it's in the house. No, I don't know about Alessi. I think they look a bit shit. Prada. Feeler. Prada. No, no feel is worse than Alessi. Is it? Yeah, because Alessi has got like a retro thing now. Whereas yeah. feel has always been That's, shit. All right. What about Sergio Ticini? No. Ooh, Sergio Unless Georgie. you're moving to St. Helens. <laughs> what about Hummel? Yeah. There's an Everton fan saying, yeah. All right. They buy, buy Hummel. But no. Right. Right. M- most of the fans. New balance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. North Face. All right, cool. Cool. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Adidas are just classics, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And you can go outside in them as well. Go to the ice cream van. Yeah. Do you ever go to the ice cream van, Dan? Well, I, don't, I don't think we... Yeah. You don't get one? So I don't know. They've come down our street, really. There's a gap in the ice cream van market in Sorgal, Chester. Get on it. It's just it's a lot of fucking boring concert. To be fair, there's loads of kids but around now. But ice well. van, you know. Yeah. It really is. Like, you can make some... In fact, if there's genuinely a gap there... Maybe for this summer we should buy one, and the new office manager should also be the office ice cream man. <laughs> right. So we are thinking about taking on a sort of office manager, business manager, and I've got a list of things that I want them to do, what they need to be good at. <laughs> and Adam is adding to it, and it's mental. I'm like, needs to be able to deal with advertisers, <laughs> understand the leasing and how business rates work, and then interact with all of the sort of insurance companies. I was like, and I need cups of tea yeah, and hot chocolate. That was Adam's only one. If I want, and also, do they know ice cream? <laughs> do they know the bell? And how much raspberry sauce do they put on? Is it too much? Because you can't have too much. Adam's yeah. only prerequisite was if I want a cup of coffee, uh, they'll make me one. Yeah, literally trying yeah. to. I'm trying to unload all of this admin. Adam's like, fucking coffee. The coffee machines arrived, by the way, to me house. Is it? Oh. Um, Shout out to Siege. We had, a, we had an ice cream van that used to come around our way when, when I lived in Preston as a kid. And it was Robinson's. If you're from Preston, you'll know. It was very fucking good ice cream. I used to love it. They used to stop right out of ours. I used to love um, the uh, is it the knobbly bobbly, which is a yeah. little uh, no like a block of glory. No, a little cone, and it's got a chewing gum in the bottom, and you get a little oh, screw, screw, ball. screw ball. ball. Fuck a screw ball. Screw yeah. ball. Yeah, I love the screw ball. Belters. We had Dave the drug dealer. Our ice cream van. Here we go. It was on the side Here of the we go, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I was just doing childhood memories. Here we go. Fuck it. The lemo man came around. Ring, 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 ring. There Bring out your lemo debt. <laughs> Bring out your lemon. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing me cousin get a screwball and then shot three times in the face. Uh, my ice cream van growing up was called Dave and he sold drugs. As, and 
and a lot of other stuff. I've definitely told you this before. He sold, sold like uh, fake Armani t-shirts, Prada tracksuits, yeah, Siggies. Can I have a, a two cones? Yeah, 99s and a 49-inch JVC flat screen. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. He boxed you one. Yeah. Did you have the lemon man though? Like, the, like I'm not taking the piss. Like the man who brought all the nice flavored drinks around in the glass bottles. Oh, you mean the uh, the ones where you like the iron brew and the red yeah, cola, yeah. and you oh. used to get the money back? No, I don't think we had anyone that delivered those. But we had a news agent that if you took your your bottle back, was it twenty p you got back? Twenty p yeah. back, yeah. Ice cream. This is so nice to be doing this nostalgia and not being called an old cunt because you remember it as well. Oh, no, I love that shit. Right. Um, what was Fucking it? Fucking red cola. Ice cream soda. It. The green one was that ice cream soda. The green that was my favourite one. With, oh. with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Oh, power. Oh, I want some ice cream. What a bevy. Um, but the green one had like a mad extra flavour to it that yeah. you just can't get with plain cream soda. Yeah. What? Green. It was green. green. Soda. It was bright green. And I don't mean like a lime green. I mean like a... Toxic. Yeah, like like that central peck yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah, proper. Right? And if you put like a scoop or two of vanilla ice cream in it, and the green one just... It must have been like MSG or something in it, yeah. or a version of it. It it's because I I every now and then if I'm in a shop now and I'm feeling a bit sort of frisky and I don't want to go for a normal cherry coke or Dr Pepper, I'll get one of the bars cream soda, which is clear. It is not the same thing. No, it's just not the same thing. Yeah, nice. I, had, I like a cream soda I had though. Had a tang to it, like it was like right, electric. Right, okay. Oh god, I yeah. love this nostalgia. So good. D did your um, ice cream van have like just uh, ours had? 20p pe penny sweet mix, 50p penny yeah, sweet yeah, mix. Yeah. And it was just a little plastic bag and they'd already uh, pre-selected. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love a random penny sweet mix where you don't get to choose them. I and like a, some of them are shit, but some of them are great. I was a cola bottle and a snake, man, me. Yeah, a yellow belly snake. Maybe some cherries as well. Oh, and the whips. What were the... the, the oh, yeah. The um, strawberry licorice like, whips. Like, yeah. I thought you saw my church for a second there. I went CV, <laughs> mate. They were whipping no one. That was fucking great fun, guys. And then also, this is where I sound like a bit of a wrong but I really did like the the coconut, um, uh, was it the oyster with the marshmallow in? Which uh, was such a mum fucking uh, ice cream. That was never for me, that. No. Did you ever have chocolate? Oh, I get chocolate now. Yeah, but did you ever have chocolate? What's chocolate? So, you know, like a, a, the sweets bit of a newsagent where they were all in the big jars? Yeah. And it was just... Chocolate powder dust. Yeah. 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 And you just used to literally just lick it. Oh my god, yeah. I get chocolate nib now. Chocolate and it would literally so be the most dehydrating thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like You're uh, essentially just putting sandpaper down your neck. But chocolate sandpaper. Like the cinnamon challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to eat a lot of that. What was your go-to quarter? Cola cubes? Oh, cola cubes! Love cola cubes. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. And they'd last for ages. So they'd oh, bag last for ages. Um, what was the one? Was it pear drops? Pear drops. Kind of like pear drops as oh. well. And I also like rhubarb and custard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking horny for sweets, mate. <laughs> Maybe the new office manager has to provide. Let's go home, bargains in Runco. They've they've got some fucking. The new office sweets. manager needs to be an ice cream sweet man as well, or woman. Please let me get rid of these admin jobs that I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get some weird fucking autistic office manager who's like, yeah, turns up in like red and white stripes like, yes, I've done all the insurance. Here's a quarter of fucking cola cubes. 
What a woman. What a woman. Cola cubes. Oh, so good. When they were slightly soft in the middle. Guys, what is this? Is the fucking... Sweet. Cola cubes is what makes me settle. No sugar. <laughs> Give him a cola cube. Hey, any woman that's looking, you know, <laughs> got her eye on Adam, just know that's a trick. <laughs> Come on. Eat from the palm. I bottled that then because I was like, oh shit, it's a public episode. Um, uh, <laughs> you say all the things you need to say. It's all good. Um, Lids. Don't hesitate. Let's get serious and talk about geo, uh, geopolitical topics. As we all know, that's what you're known for. So as Vladimir Quadvod Putin is flexing his massive KGB cock over Ukraine and Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh, is instilling his one China policy over Taiwan, any day now we could have World War Three. My question, mainly to Dan, as we all know, Adam is checking his phone and would single-handedly twat both, his thoughts, not ours. When you get called up for service, you get to choose which area to fight in. Are you going the freezing cold Ukraine front and fighting the Ruskies? They look pretty hard, to be fair. Or are you going a bit warmer, although probably getting wet, and helping Taiwan against China? However, we all know the Chinese army will be fucking mental. And if captured, you're defo getting Chinese water tortured and bummed. Uh, so, lads, who are you fighting for? Also, Carl's been a bit racist this year. Carl, <laughs> we know you can twat a swan and kill a monkey with a sword. Easy. But who are you going for? All the best, guys. That's from Martin. Can I just say, that? I'm not getting involved. Like, I'm not. Uh, like, listen. I know it's horrible, and I know it's all awful and all that. But first of all, I don't think there is going to be World War Three because I think even America are like, we don't want to smoke. I think... It's awful what's going on. What? Is that Biden? Is that Biden? Is that Kamala Harris? <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Can't mm. wait. Can't wait the president. Kamala. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, What's up? I'm not getting involved. Let them crack on. And if I am getting involved, I'm doing like Robert Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. And I'm doing podcasting. I'll Good. podcast for the troops. Good morning, Kiev. <laughs> Robert Williams. Um, oh, Robert Williams. Bro. Ben Williams. Oh. My surname's Adam. Bro. Oh, no. Just can't think. Your surname is Adam Rowe. Yeah, my name's Adam Adam Rowe. <laughs> Just can't think of Robin Williams without feeling dead sad. Who are you fighting for, though? You've picking he died wanking, didn't he? Did he? Was it an asphyxia wank gone wrong? I think it was, yeah. Was it? Think so. I thought he was. I thought it was overdose, like depression. Well, if it wasn't, let's just let that s swim around the internet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an asphyxia wank, which it is still a suicide. It's still. Would you try that? I mean, if I got to that point, I'd yeah, probably. If, if my plane idea doesn't yeah, yeah. take off beforehand, and would you keep your shoes on for it? These <laughs> <laughs> ladders. Um. I, this is a little bit worrying what's going on with the whole, I don't know what's happened. China have been bullies for fucking years, but the Russia does look like they are fucking getting moody for a bit of Ukraine. But I, as I fucking hate both of them. I probably want to fight the Russians, but I'm a pussy old for the cold. So I'll go China. Also, you can come back with some fucking nice cheap tops, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Dan, what was it like fighting the Chinese? Fucking nightmare, me. The siege of Taiwan. Absolute nightmare. Got a 2002 Juventus stopped on. Look at this. Ooh. AC Milan, 1996 third kit. Whoa. 
I'd fight the are the Ukrainians fighting the Russians. Yeah, I'd fight for them. They're just getting invaded by them because they're Shevchenko fucking top. horrible bullies. So have a Shevchenko top on. Yeah, wasn't he the prime minister for a bit? Yeah, and then he went to manage Genoa. <laughs> yeah, a bit weird. I don't know. I don't like any Russian footballers, so fuck them. Not even Andre Arshavin when he was amazing in 2008. Do you remember he scored four goals against Liverpool? I remember so, that. Fuck me, that kid was good. And that uh, Euros, was it Euro 2008 where England weren't in it and it, the Russians were quality, probably juiced off their fucking tits, the cheating little rusky cunts. But um, Arshavin was an absolute fucking wizard. Play. How are we talking about Andre Arshavin after talking about cola cubes? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sum up this podcast, you couldn't pick it. I want to the middle of that was a geopolitical debate. Oh, that was it. the link between those two things. Roman Pavlichenko, he was all right. Roman Pavlichenko, Tottenham, Tottenham striker. He was all right, wasn't he? I don't know. He Chinese. wasn't great, though, was he? He's all right. What about Billy Letdinov? Dinia, great player. Scored the. He was objectively some, was not a great player. He scored some it? bangers against United, though. Right. Yeah. He was, he, he was all right. Where was, Can, was, where was Andre Kanchelskis from? Uh, is, he like a, is he like, yeah, he's round that area. Is he Russian? He was great. Anyway. Genuinely, would you join the fight? Let, let's say it kicks off and the, the, the USA go, right, we're going we're gonna to have to have a word with uh, China and Russia here. We're going to war. All our allies are joining us. It's happening. But it's not a, you've got to go. So you know how bad these two people are. You've very been very vocal on this podcast for a long time about how much you hate them. And Boris turns up at your door. Oh, knocks on yours, for Boris. Right? And he's like, uh, listen, Dan, lad, um, kicking off with Russia and China. And, uh, and Is this how they're doing national subscription? Door <laughs> yeah, by door. Yeah, door to door. Yeah. Off, um, what, what are you saying? You're going to stay here, hope for the best, or you're going you're gonna to go and scrap? Can I still do Patreon? <laughs> Can we still do Patreon exclusives? Where's Nightingale? Do it on Zoom. Yeah, it's Monday afternoon. Back to Zoom. The front line would be a good Patreon exclusive. Basically, we're talking uh, mega powers, and if it does get to world war status, there isn't going to be a front line. Because the ghost on three soldiers. It's just going to be the red button, isn't it? It's back to the red button. No, they can't. No one can ever press the red button because then we're all dead, and everybody knows that. Well, if there's one cunt who'll think about it, it's Vladimir Quadvod Putin. He won't though. He, if he presses that button, he loses, doesn't he? Uh, they're insane. I don't know, but uh, I'll, I don't like. I don't like the idea of the fucking freezing cold in Ukraine. Although, yeah, I've supposed they're the ones I hate like. the most. <laughs> yeah, you're getting ready for skiing. <laughs> oh, Adam worked out well. Um, yeah, fuck both of them. Fuck both of them. Um, well, that was really political, guys. Well done. Yeah. Really glad. I think we should feel proud of ourselves. Any conveyance solicitors that you want to shout out while we're talking about uh, geopolitical stuff? There's only one goat, and it's Joe Hughes. All oh, right, solicitors. cool. And also shout out Andrea Sharvin, who is now a conveyance solicitor in St. <laughs> Petersburg. Just so you know, I think the tactic with the Russia-China thing, because they're technically on the same side at the minute, isn't it? I think what we should do is get in early and sort of spread rumours. And like, so it gets back to Putin. Like, China's been saying they're going to like break the back. And break the alliance? Yeah. Right. So then Putin's like, what? That fucking Chinese cunt over there, I'll fucking punch his head in. Then you said it's the same to the Chinese people. And you could right. say, oh, lad, I'm not going to repeat it, but what Putin just said about your mother is naughty. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. say it because it's horrible. Yeah. So how, she's so, a dirty Chinese bitch and she loves taking cum in her ass. Cum dumpster, he called her. That's the rumour you're spreading. <laughs> it's a subtle one, that, isn't it? 
You're gonna learn. Oh, you're gonna I learn. I didn't say it, lad. You're gonna learn the <laughs> when <laughs> the Mandarin <laughs> for cum dumpster. Finn, could you bring up? <laughs> could you bring up the Mandarin for cum, for cum dumpster? On, what do you think it is, though? I I refuse to take that guess. Right. Right. Well, no, because you're just gonna say cum dumpster in a really bad voice. Exactly. So I'm not gonna yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Come dumpster in uh, Mandarin, please. It's Chinese simplified. Yeah, you see it? No. No. <laughs> this is how we're ending this. Thing. So is it spelled phonetically rather than a Chinese alphabet? Yes. Okay. Kanji. So it's Gillesi Zhang. Gillesi. Yeah, I've got some of them sliders <laughs> as well. Come sliders. Gillesi Zhang. <laughs> oh, don't want fucking come in your sliders, lad. You could say come dumpster now to a Chinese. Zhang. <laughs> Your ma is a G Lissy Zhang. Yeah. <laughs> I can't type. Your mother is a cum <laughs> swallower. Oh, it's like, oh, ni mama shige tun jing ze. Oh, easy, Carl. Bloody hell. Just got demonetized in China. <laughs> uh, this is why the Chinese premiership don't let people use the internet in China. This. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother is a cum swallower. It's awful. Yeah. Because there's all the Chinese Premier League footballers, they were Googling this. And then they were like, no, too many people are Googling that. I think Dan meant premiership in terms of ruling power rather oh, than... Oh, I thought you meant the Chinese <laughs> Premiership. <laughs> it's funny that you... I thought you meant like Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Anderson Telesco on the internet, mate. Oscar and Yannick Carrasco. Who's getting paid £78 million pounds a year? All legit. <laughs> all fair and above board. Saudi Arabian League, Carl. Come on, guys. You're doing a Geordie accent there. We've got a Geordie in today. We have. We have. We have. Susan Segway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, former Queen of the Jungle. And if you don't know what that reference is, there's a TV show called I'm a Celebrity in which the winner is called the King or Queen of the Jungle. She won it. She was the Queen of the Jungle. 2015. Nikki Patterson is going to join us. Oh, yes. Tremendous. How weird. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Is that the cum dumpster in Mandarin? <laughs> it's in Jordy. Oh, cool. <laughs> Your ma? How weird. <laughs> Let's have a break. <laughs> What's happening, lids? It's Adam here, our resident coffee smackhead here at Have A Word. <laughs> we have got a brand new sponsor, Packed Coffee, an independent farmer to cup coffee company is sponsoring this podcast. I've tasted it. It's fucking amazing. I'm done with that Starbucks right now. I'm going independent. We're made up to have these on board. And we are going to be using this a lot. I say we, I mean me. He doesn't drink it. Let me tell you why Pat Coffee is so good. They're an award-winning specialty coffee maker. They've won the Great Taste 2020 and 2021 award. It's better trade. They buy direct from farmers, which cuts out the supply chain. So they get a better price for their coffee beans. It's coffee so good that Pact have actually put their name on it. So every bag of coffee, they include the name of the farmer who grew it. Imagine that. <laughs> you can go to Pact Coffee and be like, listen, last time I ordered from you, yeah, you gave me a bit of Keith, a bit of Jeff, a bit of John. <laughs> I like John. I want to drink John dry. So it's a subscription and it's amazing. The flavors are phenomenal. And uh, uh, you're going to love it. It's a subscription-based thing. So it's uh, exactly how you want your coffee to be delivered to you. You get to decide. It's not your typical subscription that comes on the first of every month or every Wednesday. You can get coffee whenever you want, at whatever frequency you want. And you can pause, cancel, or change your plan anytime online. It's delivered through the letterbox 
contactless, uh, contactless delivery, letterbox-friendly packaging, genuinely gorgeous coffee. So this is the call to action. The Ma smell of it. Like, just the smell of it. Oh, it is gorgeous. When you open a pack of packed, you just get a whiff that is just unlike any other coffee I've whiffed before. Make a pack to make better coffee. We'll help get you started with a free V60 kit, which is the amazing, like, plastic. It's like, it replaces the cafetiere. It's fucking great. And you get that free with your first order. Go to packedcoffee.com. That's P-A-C-T coffee.com. And this is the crucial bit. Enter the code WORD at checkout and get a free brewing kit with your order and get speciality coffee through your letterbox. Don't wait. Go to packedcoffee.com and create your coffee subscription. Code is valid when you create a packed coffee plan. The code is WORD. W-O-R-D. Use it. Get your free thing and the lovely coffee. It's fantastic coffee. And I mean that from the bottom of my stomach. It's good stuff. Welcome back to the Have A Weird podcast with all of the greatest people in the world. <laughs> now you're doing it. I did it in the first section. Because I didn't want to not get to do it. Do you know what I mean? Hi, welcome back to Counter Fam. Vicky's here. Oh, yeah. Woo! Thanks for coming, Vicky. Thanks for having us, lads. No one's ever been so happy to come into a weird <laughs> office space in Runcorn. <laughs> Jimmy Carr slagged us off to fuck for the first 15 minutes. Vicky Patterson was like, hey, Snickers. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. I was like, yeah. I've never seen anyone as excited as you to see a fridge. You're like, there's drinks. <laughs> Great. Just very grateful to be here, lads. I watch this all the time on Instagram. So like being here in real life is kind of like what I imagine a 60-year-old woman feels like when she goes to like the cobbles of Coronation Street or something. Right, I'm yeah. having a very nice time. In, in, well, in, let's start in, doing tours. <laughs> be a fucking short, short day. Hey! Hey! Here's the fridge. Here's the couch. And this off you the, go. This is the Snickers wrapper from the Vicky Patterson episode. Do I've shoved it down here. All right. <laughs> That's a collector's item. That's not the worst thing inside that couch um <laughs> i i i was thinking about this recently and you're talking about like old older people and like they've got cory yeah like at some point imagine we do this podcast for like 30 years right like i literally can't <laughs> go on he will right. be 70 <laughs> will stop be. trying to make me 70 you <laughs> if it will be but there'll be old women who like love have a word like, at some point, there will be old people who love the fucking bollocks we put together. And, and not, like, curly. And, and they fucking... will be some dirty old bitches. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> they will be, won't they? Such Come again. on. The women that are into have a word, when they get older, they're going to be some dirty girls at the bingo. <laughs> Nice one. Is that good? Yeah, that was quite a good. He Jordi is quite good at it though. Before. Well, I lived in Newcastle. It's a cheat in it. It's cheating. Where did you live? Um, Jasmond, like Fuck a twat. Off, yeah, you yeah, posh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just near the strawberry. Near, yeah, you know, right near the football near, ground. Near the ground, yeah. Had, it's a bit of a juxtaposition. Lisa's lean. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where about in Newcastle are you from? Oh, I'm. So I'm from somewhere quite rough. Where are you from? I was from Walls End. Walls End. I used to. Have, I had that bit oh, about Walls End. Walls End. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the bit about Walls End. <laughs> so rough that even the Romans didn't need to finish the wall. Yeah, they fucked. They were off, like, "Fuck, mate. no one's getting through there." Um, I mean, we. Have <laughs> I didn't really love in the local. <laughs> the amount of fucking primary school names I've heard about in Liverpool. Like, yeah, that's absolutely. St Mary, fucking Teresa, Magdalene, fucking Judy. <laughs> But heaven forbid we do five minutes on Walls End. Oh. <laughs> so I fucking know it. I reckon the Geordie accent is the most done accent on this podcast. I reckon that's the one 
Well, you do it more than me. I do it a lot just walking around the house. I quite like just giving it a crack. I think the problem there is we try and do the African accent as well and you don't know the difference. <laughs> quite famously. Forgot any time. He's all mine. I just, I, I, oh, yeah. What was that then? We're just checking the focus. Okay. She's very, she's very feety. Yeah. Uh, would you like me to be less feety? No, it's fine. We're making it work. Don't worry. Just trying to make sure the focus is, isn't on. I think the main thing is we don't draw attention to it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, Vicky, we edit nothing out. So. <laughs> I'm um, you were telling us just before we started, you lived in Liverpool. Yeah, I lived here for three years. Well, not here, but Liverpool. Uh, when I went to uni. What uni did you go to? Liverpool John Moores. Okay, the middle one. Is there three different levels? Like? Well, the Hope oh. University is technically a university, but... More like a polytechnic. No, well, John Moore's is a polytechnic. <laughs> like, Hope is... Adult daycare. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a ball pill. Yeah. There's a wacky way. I was in oh, the I university. I was going to say I went to the wrong one. <laughs> um, okay, and then I'm assuming proper one is Liverpool. The uni Liverpool. Yeah. What did you study? Um, drama, media, and cultural studies. Okay. So I feel like... You could guess I was at a polytechnic from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I loved it. <laughs> I don't think Cambridge offer that. <laughs> Harvard. <laughs> they're fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, but they're the degrees when you're like 18 and you're like, right, what do you want to apply for? They're the ones that sound dead fun. Yeah. Is it you, Cass? What, what the, yeah, when you're going through all thought. that shit? My mum gave us some advice. She said to me, like, pick, do something at uni that you actually love. She went, because if you do something you won't like, you don't like, she went, I'm not going to be over your shoulder, I'm making you go, I'm not going to be there, and you just won't go. And she was like, a degree in something's better than a degree in out. Well, she didn't well, realise what I was going to get a degree in. <laughs> she was a wise lady, though. Because I did was? politics and lasted nine months. <laughs> Same fucking reasoning. I, I wish I'd been doing something I really enjoyed. Yeah. I did a subject, and then no one was chasing me up, and I just fucking quit. Yeah. And did you do maths for a week? <laughs> no, we did the introduction to uni. I never went to a single lecture. No, you didn't I, do I, a uni. I enrolled just... on the maths course and after a week <laughs> left. Where did Not you for enroll? Me. The University of Liverpool. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah. smug fuck. You didn't go? You didn't go to it? <laughs> no, but I still got in. I still got the opportunity. Right. Oh, God, I still I asked the, the fittest girl to the dance, and then when she said, yeah, I was like, go on your own. Would you wow. ask her then? <laughs> just, just so I know that I could have danced. Right, okay. Yeah. Just didn't bother picking her up. <laughs> Go on, you know. You should have taken the hope, hope to the dance. <laughs> oh, bless her. How was your three years in Liverpool? Mm. When are we talking here? When are... Oh, so long ago. So I'm 34. Um, so... You want to do this, Mr. Maths? 16, 16 years, years ago. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Carol Vorderman. Yeah, 16 years ago. So long. Shit, that actually is quite upsetting. I would love you to replace, I was about to say Carol Vorderman, but Rachel Rachel's on really? Countdown. That'd be oh. great. Someone oh, who can't do maths. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be so happy to be here. Like, loads of fucking numbers. Look at that. Oh, God, there's loads. Another letter. A letter. A letter. You're making me sound really hopey right now. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll wind in the hope. Did you like Liverpool? Because I, I feel like Liverpool and Newcastle have an affinity with each other. Yeah. Um, no, I really agree. Um... I literally did just want to pick somewhere that was going to be a good night out, you know. A little bit of my mum's advice, something I was going to enjoy. Um, so Liverpool and Manchester and London, they were my only big choices. Leeds, I think, as well. But yeah, I was so pleased I got into Liverpool. I had the best fucking time. 
like we lived above the flute on Hardman Street. Oh my god! Oh, what a gaff! We were in there about a month ago. What the flute or above there? Because it, it's above there. I That's have next some door questions. to Hot Water Comedy Club. Is there really? That's next door to the club. You said no. Yeah. Such a small world, isn't it? We literally, yeah, we were there a month ago. So I literally mental. used that's to mad. go out all down that street. Bumper. Yeah, bumper. Fucking hell, that's is mad. Bumper isn't still it? there. No, it's gone now. Oh, honestly, yeah. is the kebab shop still there? Many. from the flute. <laughs> Yeah. Shiraz or Mr. Kebab? Shiraz? <laughs> yeah, is it still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking many a kebab in there. I reckon I had 12 I kebabs like in December from Shiraz. I love that place. <laughs> it's so sick. Half of the reason I take work at Hot Water. <laughs> to have one of the best kebabs going. It is an epic kebab. Oh, Nabsies? Did you go to Nabsies? Nabsies was next door. No, I didn't no. go in Nabsies. That's quite new, isn't it? It was this, hang on. Yeah, I just loved it all around there. And I used to work at the Kukai on Bold Street. Okay. Oh, and I just had the best time. And this is all pre-TV stuff. Yeah. So you did your uni in Liverpool and then went back to Newcastle. Yeah. And that must have been roughly when Geordie Shaw, like, and that started. Yeah, pretty much. So I moved back to Newcastle after uni because I was just skinned. Um, uh -huh. And would you believe, even with me amazing degree, did not get off at a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, me and like a couple of my mates just started who were in similar situations, didn't quite know what we wanted to do, sort of working in bars and nightclubs. Um, and I was like the I called I call it like the door whore, which is not very progressive. But yeah, if your <laughs> name's not on the list, you're not getting in, that cow. So I did that in a Oh, couple. they always love me. <laughs> they always love a bold, a balding fucking forty year old. Yeah, in, in <laughs> no train love. as in a hoodie. Oh like God. I can just see the reactions you They all get. give the bouncer a hug. What? They all hug the bouncers. Yeah. That kind of girl. Yeah, I yeah. was that kind of girl. I probably still am that kind of girl, actually. I'm just doing a different job. So, yeah, so that was what I did, and that's how I got found for doing Georgia Shaw. Okay. Well, oh. So they just went around town and s found some characters. Yeah. It wasn't like a casting thing. So, essentially, there was a process, yeah, but that's how they started. They sent, like, young producers out on nights out in Newcastle, um, and they sort of got them to have a look for who they thought would make good TV, you know? Big personalities, fellas who are chatting up birds, drunk lasses. Do you remember what happened that <laughs> night? Do you remember the night where you were spotted? They actually courted me for quite a while. Um, like, they'd always come into, like, the clubs I was working and they'd be like, I'd get them a table and I'd get them, like, a cheap bottle of vodka and chat to them and stuff. And I sort of became a bit like that unofficial tour guide for Newcastle. They'd say, like, uh, where should we go on this night and where should we go on that night? And because I'd been gadding out since I was probably about 13 and I was, like, 21 by this point, like, I considered myself quite old hat. Um, so I had all the info <laughs> for them. Um, and then it was like, oh, what's he like? And I'd be like, he talks a good game, but he can't pull a muscle. Fuck him off. <laughs> I'd like, what about her? And I'd be like, she guns out like a granny, like a granny on ice skate to get her. We just had a real laugh. And they used to say like... Because you knew everyone. Yeah. Well, Newcastle's tiny. Imagine having eight years of experience at 21. <laughs> of like the city nightlife. <laughs> eight years in. Why I look so haggard now. Like the James Milner of clubbing. <laughs> 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 She's been around forever. <laughs> Play any role. <laughs> That's quite good. Though. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. I um I thought it was kind of good. You're getting there, son. Yours is brilliant, obviously. Thank you. Is there a, is there a Geordie sentence I can try? Um. How weird. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can try that. That was crackers. Yeah, that was crackers. 
Crack cards. <laughs> it was crack cards. <laughs> Wait. It was crack cards. <laughs> you spent, can you do Scouse? Because um, I think Scouse nah, is so hard to I do. I can't do Scouse at all. Um, my sister has this one line she uses, and I swear it was off Brookside, and it's something like, Grace and Katie. And that's like the only thing I can like that's almost not bad. say. That's, like, that's actually quite bad. good, that. Yeah. The only thing I can Grace do. Grace and Katie. Grace and Katie. Yeah. You're going that word. Grace and Katie. Mm. I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Grace and Katie. <laughs> Katie and Grace. <laughs> um, we had a, we've had a lot of questions. So we told our Patreon listeners that you were coming in today. Okay. Because you this are the- This makes f- me really scared. No, no, it, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, it's sort of having a little peek behind the curtain, I suppose. So you are the fit. You've, you've made the name for yourself and you've now gone on to have this amazing career in TV, but through a lot of reality telly. Aye. Now, I was a, a friend of mine called, his name's Johnny. He now, he, he, he's just ended up working in sort of the, the finance sector and stuff, but- for a long time, he wanted to be an actor, and he took a reality TV job on a show on E4 that I'm not sure anyone else in this room will have ever heard of, but you might know of it. It was called Party House. Do you ever remember that? No, I, I don't they, remember Party House. They did. Sounds f- like something I would like, though. <laughs> it was. It sounds like Pat Sharp presents it. What <laughs> <laughs> else? Party pa- House. Pat Sharp's <laughs> Party House. I met him in Magaluf once. What? Yeah. Oh. Pat Sharp. Was he sound? Yeah, he was all right. Chatting up some some young birds. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Pat Sharp's wife. <laughs> Sorry. It will be a fun house tonight. <laughs> this was years ago. I'm sure he wasn't married. Well, obviously, reality TV to the viewer is always presented as this is exactly what happened here and then. Yeah. But we all know to an extent that there's a bit of nudging and pushing in certain directions. Yeah. One thing I found, so Johnny, my mate, he, Party House was essentially, I think they did like six episodes. Is Johnny really fit? Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like he's going to be fit. Johnny, just from Johnny. No, also he went on the reality <laughs> TV show and now he's in finance. Like, he just sounds like he's very, He's very charismatic. Kid. He's is very, he? very charismatic. Yeah. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. And yeah. he could, he did stand up for a while, but he just never really committed to it. It's not the name Johnny though, is it? It's it's more Johnny sounds fit. Like yeah, he, he got he got picked for a place called a thing called Party House yeah. and reality TV and now he works. He's not like ah, I got a choo-choo from hope. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's the after things, it's not just the Johnny. Can I see a picture? Of Johnny? Yeah. Uh yeah, absolutely. So, he, um, Google, so really visualise this story. It's got a screensaver. <laughs> it doesn't actually look totally Dissimilar to Alfie Brown, who is my current <laughs> screensaver. Right, is are we get? Are we not? Are we dropping it in? Uh, there are no pictures on Google of Jonathan. Uh, right. I've got, I've got one here. There's just there's old American men, but that does not who he is. I mean, it, <laughs> this isn't the most flattering picture, but he's he's just a a guy with a bit of nice hair and a beard, and yeah, his okay. ear isn't as weird as it looks in that picture. I, mean, I feel like I'm trying to sell him to you. <laughs> <laughs> he he just, looks like a French artist. <laughs> he he's, is. He's not the hipster. Jeunesse from Macaire. Oh, Jeunesse from Macaire. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, I feel enough. like he could kind of be like a substitute teacher who would come into your school and all the girls would fancy him, but it would be like a CLS thing, a circumstantial lowering of standards. I wouldn't fancy him in a bar. Right. Wouldn't fancy him in a bar. No. But, but if he was giving you homework, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. how weird. Johnny. How weird. Is that a thing? Yes, CLS. Yeah. I've never heard that term. Circumstantial lowering of standards. Happens all the time, man. I'm attracted I- to power. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Will you just stand for council and suck off a Lib Dem? For God's sake. You and power, man. 
He's obsessed with powerful women. Powerful women? That's, his, that's yeah. what he's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is so like, that a, for I, telling that? Yeah. No, <laughs> not evil I'm women. I'm telling you, I fancy more. I, I fancy Prissy Patel more than I would if she worked in like the pound. That's a lie. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> the pasty woman's powerful as well. Do you know what I mean? She can give you two for ones and that. But like, <coughs> I'm more attracted to Pretty Patel, the home secretary, than I am Pretty Patel. The, the lorry maker. driver. <laughs> Gotta have a lot of power. And also, there's been an HGV driver shortage. She could kill Mainly everybody. because of Pretty Patel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horrible cunt. I'm so sorry. But yeah, pa- power is... Att- I'm, I'm, I will die on this hill on every episode of Get oh. Power is attractive. You've it never abs- met a hill you wouldn't die on, though. <laughs> you haven't... Like, there is... We're back to the thing. You can't have an Angela Merkel wank. It's just... <laughs> Would you shag Margaret Thatcher or would you have shagged her? Uh, I mean, she. I, I nearly say, said she, that even I would have recoiled at. She fucked your whole city, so would you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. Yeah, but again, I would be more likely to shag Margaret Thatcher, the Prime Minister. Than <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God. Delivering milk. Do you not understand what I'm saying? Mm. A powerful man is attractive, surely. I feel like, yeah, don't get me wrong, but God, they come with loads of baggage and they get right on me tits. Yeah. I feel like if if a, I don't know if a powerful woman's different, but powerful men tend to come with like loads of ego and that needs stroked all the time and like dead competitive and oh, I haven't got enough time for you. No, powerful men quite often just I get don't right you, on I don't tits. think we'd get on. <laughs> <laughs> you just described it. Just oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm a powerful man with an ego, and uh, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. That was almost like we scripted it. <laughs> and he's called Adam. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so party house. <laughs> I think the CLS thing is, yeah, circumstantial lowering standards is a great theory. Where I think is absolutely right. If you're on a night out mm. and there's it's the general standard is lower, mm-hmm. you're all the everyone's standard lowers, doesn't it? Yeah. If you're in a fucking holiday home and there's no one else there, do you know what I mean? It does <laughs> all of a sudden. Yep. So in holiday home, I picture like kids. You, they were your aunties and that. Like, if there's only aunties, you've got to fuck one of them. <laughs> is that what you say? <laughs> Linda. Phony. Phony, phony, phony. That was funny, Dan. I've never seen Adam do that. Funny. Party house. Party house. I think they did six episodes, and each episode was like a different story. And they were presenting it as like, oh, Johnny's sort of into these two girls and whatever, and what's going on. And... At the time, I was a bit naive towards reality TV, and I was like, mm-hmm. so when I seen Johnny afterwards and stayed with him, I was like, it's mad that you were having that, and they filmed it all at the right time. And he was like, no, what actually happened was they found us as a group of mates, and they were like, is there any stories from your life that we could portray like this? Uh-huh. And essentially what we seen in Party House had happened a year before. All right. So that's sort of how they approached it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our listeners today, we put a, a, a feeling out to be like, Vicky's coming in, have you got any questions? Because you're the first person from reality TV that we've had in the studio. And they wanted to know how much is it nudged and how much is it... Genuinely authentic. So I can only speak for like the ones I've done. And uh, fair enough, there have been a few. But 
I don't know, like in your Towies and your Made in Chelsea's and stuff. They're way more manufactured. Yeah, aren't I they? kind of like, yeah, I was the bar scenes. That. Oh, fuck me. Like, I never run into anyone walking down the street ever. And Made in Chelsea, you kind of go anywhere without running into some cunt. <laughs> can you? Jasper! <laughs> Every Epiphany! Um, so, no, I think. Um, <laughs> Do you remember Desperate Scouse Wives? Yes! Well, I was the bartender in one of them scenes, and yeah. there was two people they were dating, and they met at the bar. As in, they walked in and went, oh, hi, Adam. It was Layla and another one. Uh-huh. But they were having a big relationship issue. But they just met. Park the four by four. <laughs> you winning an episode of reality TV. Yeah, in Zelix. I, re- I thought you knew that. I really liked that show. Did you? That out there, and I feel like they missed a trick not making more of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Liverpool's are very, like, Geordie's very parochial and like it, they get behind their own. That would have absolutely been massive. I think also it's good wordplay, wasn't it? Yes, but Scouse was good. That, but I think yeah. it got it got sort of a slagging from within Liverpool because I think a lot of Scousers were like, we don't want to be represented by the stories that were in like episode one. People yeah. were like, this is what people think we are, and uh, we don't want. And we're not. they weren't really Scousers, were they? No, wasn't they like from around here. Wasn't, wasn't the that Leila Irish? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like fun. local Scousers. <laughs> like, whereas Jodie shows local Jodies. I see. Ah, that's food from Teesside, though. That's a common misconception. Oh, really? So I was the only real Jodie there. Oh. Chris Ramsey used to do a joke about it, that, like, a chunk of the girls were from South Shields, and he refuses to believe that Newcastle are having to outsource their slags. That was one of his jokes <laughs> for a while. That's literally what one I of his... I fucking liked Chris Ramsey. What an asshole. bird's funnier than him, anyway. <laughs> Clip. <laughs> Big shout out, Rosie. <laughs> Who will never work with. See you on tour, Chris. Chris so, James, I think that. The, the shows you did. So we're, yeah. we're talking Geordie Shaw and I'm a Celeb. X on the Beach. X on the Beach. They, they were a lot less nudged. So, yeah, basically, the reason I think that is because we had... So if you put a group of people... We've got strong personalities into a house and fill them with 24 hours a day. Like there is, and you give them quite a lot of alcohol, there's going to be drama. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's easier, you know, like things like Made in Chelsea and Towie, they were having to kind of like, ho- like catch up with their everyday lives and they would miss stuff that when it wasn't on camera. But if you're tw- filming 24 hours a day, you don't miss stuff. Yeah. So ours was, and I'd love to go, God, yeah, I got made to do that and I got made to kiss him and I got made to say that, but I didn't. It happened, <laughs> you know, for quite a lot of it. And there was a little bit of manipulation um, <clears throat> and elements of it were, were contrived, but no, predominantly we were just a group of very young, quite impressionable, excited people who were drunk a lot. And of course, like, you're going to kiss people you shouldn't and you're going to row and all the rest of it. So as the series drew on, and we'd known each other longer and there was less organic fireworks and fun. Yes, slightly more nudging was needed. But in the early days, God, honestly, yeah, it was... So you and OG, really? you're like the... You're absolute OG Geordie Shaw. So did they First bring... First person ever to walk into the house right. at all. I don't know why I'm really proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have won the jungle as well. <laughs> That's something more to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been amazing. Because as much as like we all like to pretend, and your your Instagram's great for this. So we've followed each other on Instagram since we did another podcast together. And your Instagram is a, a, a really good, honest reflection of what social media is, where you're like, is the picture that I really like of myself. And is also what I look like on the same day. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still taking the pictures where I, I'm editing them because we all want to... 
We want the likes, we want the comments, and we want that stuff. And the, surely the ultimate version of social media, we all like you, is the entire nation voting for you to win the biggest show on British telly. It was very validating. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I think... Um, we all watch it, don't we? Like, even if you're not, you don't like watch it religiously. Like, it's such a big British institution <clears throat> in terms of TV. And yeah, like, it's just honestly, lads, it was just fucking class. Like, I remember wanting to do it for years, but wouldn't consider touching anyone from Geordie Shaw, you know. Um, and eventually, I think like they just expanded their horizons a bit, and we wore them down. And I, I met with them, and um answered all the questions and like you know when you smash an interview and you just think like when you walk out you sort of think to yourself if you don't want me after that then you don't want Vicky Patterson and that's okay but like I couldn't have done any better of a job of representing myself um and when the rang I was so happy and I honestly just thought like I'll be straight out no one's gonna like me and I, I get it and everyone's gonna think I'm something I'm not and honestly within like the first 24 hours like I was the favorite to win and I stayed that way the whole way through. And I just had the nicest, like more than that, I just had the nicest time. Like everyone was lovely. And even when the, what, people were around, I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> what? When like, you I said the word lovely then, you went yeah, dead yeah, scouse. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was lovely. That lovely. was really strange. Yeah. Did you pick up on that then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must just be like the influence. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't let that slide. Could you see people struggling to be, because you were just yourself. Yeah. Did you find it easy to just, I suppose Geordie Shaw must have helped there because you've got famous just being yourself yeah. and like going out, being drunk and then just letting it all ride. Was that easy when it got to the jungle? So I think that's why, uh, yes, exactly. That's a great observation. Like loads, I think that's why they've pulled away from reality TV stars on these type of shows. Cause we do, it, it, we've, be, we've been, we've been training for it, you know, for ages. Like we are just ourselves, but actors and like sports stars and like, you know, people like that, it's, they've probably been trying to put their best foot forward always or playing someone else. Yeah. So when they're told to just strip it all back and just be them, like potentially they're not that interesting or like- Or they're actually, a dick. Yeah, maybe, you know, or they're just really, they just aren't that entertaining. So it's a tough Goony. one. You're like, what, what? It's not even that they're offensive sometimes, but you're like, why is Amir Khan coming off as a goon? Like I, <laughs> I quite like him, but you're like, just watching it going, oh, would, just hard to watch. Just like really not, relaxed in his own sort of but they're also, they're, they're also never going to win a show like that i think that's probably why you've won is you can tell from 30 seconds of you being in this room that there's no second vicky patterson <laughs> do you know what i mean and people want genuine and even yeah. if if you get wound up on i'm a celeb but the the public can be like oh yeah i'd be fuming with that it's when you're being a dick and you're being like <laughs> Oh, I know everyone else has done all the stars, but I'm not fucking eating a squirrel's arsehole. So everyone can just have beans. Squirrel? In the jungle? Where is yep. your jungle? The old Delamere Forest. <laughs> Which is actually not that far from where I'm a celebrity is, is now. Yeah. <laughs> did you do any trials? Yeah, I did loads. I did the most, my yeah. Wow. What was yeah. your, your favourite one? Um, so I drank blended camel penis. Called Schlong Island Iced Tea. Nice. <laughs> we can actually... save that. The password on a shot. Yeah, yeah. We're thinking about opening a cocktail bar that will get shut down instantly. But we're leading with that. That will Definitely. do well. Yeah, yeah. Very grainy. Uh, um, Schlong Island Schlong. Iced Tea. Yeah, but that was quite easy. And then, like, I did some really fun. Quite easy. Oh, mate, I've had fucking worse things in my mouth. Poor <laughs> <then>, example. <laughs> you've all seen Geordie Shaw. <laughs> 
<laughs> so no, we just had. And then what else? It was fun, really fun ones. I think there's this one. I'm so sorry. It's okay. fine. Don't worry. Keep going. It's oh, fine. Good. Paul's very precious about where his mic is. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> um, so there's this big one that was like a giant um, advent calendar, and I think I like this one so much because it was like uh, it was like a real personal like um, win, and like they told us beforehand they were like it's 50 degrees today, like don't even try and get all them stars, and it was nine I think there was nine of us left, and it was like a red rag to a bowl that because I just remember <laughs> thinking like fucking tell me what to do <laughs> like i'm here to win this like i'm here to change everyone's perceptions of me prove i'm strong and brave and a team player and everything like i'm getting them nine stars and like slipping along the wooden slats like i literally got like burns because it was going so fast and it was so fucking hot um but i got the nine stars and like i oh, just remember my feeling afterwards like well, yes it was a bit motivated out of spite i remember thinking ha <laughs> <laughs> but also i just remember thinking like fucking hell no one thought i could do that and i did it and i think that's what the jungle is like yeah. challenging people's perceptions of you and also like proving like proving to yourself you're capable. For so long, like I believed all the things everyone said about us on Geordie Shaw that I was a slag. <laughs> or like <laughs> that I was like, you know, a scumbag or a monster or a drunk or I was portraying the whole region badly. But I got that moment on on I'm a celeb to change people's opinions and I think that's why it was special. I get that when I get up before nine AM. <laughs> that exact same feeling you've just been describing. <laughs> if I get up at like quarter to nine, I'm like, do you know what? No one thought I could do that. This is, <laughs> this is my whole region. <laughs> <laughs> when do you ever get up a quarter to nine? Except for a play on a in April. <laughs> <laughs> the game changer. <laughs> I've been getting up quite early. I've oh, been back oh, in the gym. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I have. Vicky, what time do you get out of bed? 7.15. Why? Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the, is there to do at 7.15 in the morning? I've got a huge Labrador puppy having a... And Milo's an early riser. So if I get out of bed, like today was 7.15, but anything after about half six is an absolute personal win. I, I, I just can't do that. He's just torture, guys. He jump, just jumps on us till I wake up. Right. You've got no choice, lad. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. But I've got no dogs to wake me up. <laughs> he, he thinks he's getting I thought you had dogs. Yeah, but they're downstairs. Oh, all right, cool. You have dogs. <laughs> I don't have dogs. Have I don't have dogs to wake me up. Oh, but you've got dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah, two yeah. puppies, actually. But what they have don't, you got? Uh, two cavapoos. <gasps> I bet they're lush. How come they sleep downstairs? Because like, it's no judgment mean, here. But. So they don't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they sleep. Have you tried that? <laughs> you just don't deserve dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they sleep downstairs, and then when I come down, they're awake, and we have food. And stuff. Does your dog have the entire run of the house yeah. at all times? He's like an absolute spoiled brat. And I know even as these words leave me lips, like I'm not, shouldn't be proud of it, but like he was a rescue dog. And like I adore Milo so much and I just don't know what his life was like before he got me. So I intend to like live every day and make up for it. So he has very few boundaries. <laughs> he absolutely dominates my life. Don't you have a dog bathroom in your house? Yeah, beautiful children, a dog Mate. shower. A dog what? shower? Yes. Your dog's won the fucking Euro millions. <laughs> He must like talk to other dogs like, lad, it's fucking amazing. It used to be shit and then she came along. I've got my own fucking ensuite. What do you think? Oh, I would love to know what his voice would sound like. I think he's Eastern European. <laughs> Adam can do that. And what would that sound like? 
Um, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> well, God, that's, where, that's where he got rescued from, like Romania or somewhere. So I feel like he'd be, whenever he doesn't listen to <laughs> me. My old dog was that, like that, yeah? Hungarian. She was rescued from Hungary. Yeah, so whenever we. What my, is going on? <laughs> like, there isn't thing. a fucking dog pound near you. Where did you rescue your dog from? Uh, Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking vampire dog. <laughs> You've gone down the bottom of the road. Nah, nah, nah. No, I need a local dog. There's charities because in Eastern Europe, it's illegal here. In Eastern Europe, there are kill shelters. <gasps> so dogs are sort of found on the streets or wherever or abandoned and they're put into these shelters and it is essentially, if someone doesn't rescue this dog, it's getting fucking, you know, it's getting on the fucking, the suicide slide <laughs> into the quarry, right? So they let it have one last bit of fun. Right? The one-way kennel. <laughs> yeah. So when I was with my ex-girlfriend and we wanted a dog and she was a very conscientious person, she was like, we're rescuing and I found out about this kill shelter stuff, so we're getting a kill shelter Hungarian dog. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by Romanian Kill Shelters. Use code SAVEFUCKINGREX to get a free Eastern European dog. Like, thank you so much. It is shit in Romania. Yes. Can I have my own bathroom, please? That's what I think he sounds like. My right. That is exactly what... Uh, Vicky, oh, thank you so much for the hospitality. Yeah, when he doesn't... It, like, pay attention to his in me Jordi accent. I go, Mr. Milosh, like that. <laughs> and then he pays attention. Because <laughs> I think he didn't understand us before. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Milos? What? Mr. Milos. Oh, you want me? <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> oh, really. Did you, was it flown over for you? No, so it was getting illegally smuggled into the country. She's like, who doesn't want to pay for their dogs, man? You know what I mean? Like, so obviously somebody didn't want to pay for this lab. And they were get, like smuggling them in. And uh, him and his brother and sister. And then they obviously ran into a bit of... I mean, I'm completely creating the story. Like, this is... And I didn't know this. But then they sort of... They got stopped at customs. And I'm assuming they just ran off. Yeah. Because then they just found these three puppies in the back of a van. So this is what I think has happened. I mean, I don't imagine anyone would just drive them to the border and leave them there for any other reason. So, yeah, so these three baby puppies got found and then they rang the dog's trust and the dog's trust come and get them and then they rehomed them. Nice. So that's how Milo met me. Oh, that's really nice. See, my one was shipped in. All right, FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> so, not Hermes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The dog's been through enough <laughs> to, <laughs> to get booted <laughs> for the roof. Drop kicked by some Hermes. Like, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Your life is now better than mine. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you went on the website and was like, yeah, I'll have this one. And then they fly it in, and it initially went to a house in Warrington, and that's where we picked it up from. Sounds like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Got it through border control. Went to pick it up in a house in Warrington. They had guns. <laughs> right. Yeah. Amazing. Had to pay a nominal fee. Like, you essentially had to pay for that Warrington woman to foster the dog for a week. Yeah. Right. I think it was like 120 quid. Did the fly lure to them over at once? Yeah. yeah, I, th <laughs> yeah. I don't think Just one fly a jet. One dog at a time. <laughs> That's how I would expect my load to travel. <laughs> John, John, the fucking pilot's just waiting there. She's like, hope we get a job today. <laughs> like an Uber driver. It's like, got one, John. This one's going to Waddington Land. It's a cocker spaniel. There you go. We are going to need to get this Rottweiler over tomorrow. So quick, back there as you can. Jesus. 
I didn't know any of this, guys. I thought you just fucking went yeah, to Yeah, Eastern Europeans shelter. are horrible to dogs. That's awful. Fact. Fact. Not as horrible as the Chinese. Huh? Not as horrible as the Well, that's a different level, isn't it? They scran them, didn't they? Isn't that Korea? Why they scran them there, Renal? No, they have a dog meat festival in China. Oh, do they? Fuck me, man. Festival. This episode is also sponsored by <laughs> Chinese Dog Meat Festival. Am I making this really sad? People, like, <laughs> you got big Snickers. <laughs> Comfort food. I, come, I need you. I'm feeling upset. You're not the same without the Snickers. Yeah. Oh. You're not you when you're hungry. Just thinking about all the doggies. I did my own version. Oh, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> oh, should she, we have a... Do you uh, need a snack break? No. <laughs> Just having one. I feel sad for all these European Chinese dogs. I'd them all if I could, you know. Oh, all of God. them. All of them. All of them. All of them. How many have you, have you just got the one? Just my lot at the moment. Yeah. How many do you think you'll have? What will be your, your limit of dogs? My goal is to get really rich and go back to Newcastle where house prices are cheaper and build a massive house and fill it with loads of dogs. And I actually quite like llamas as well. You've seen them bombing about. Everyone's getting them now. How is this not being made into a TV show? <laughs> Vicky Patterson's big mad as fuck doghouse. Was the three llamas just, just on, on <laughs> just ran off into a van? Literally on the quayside. <laughs> you just pan over. You see the sage and the Baltic and the <laughs> fucking Vicky Patterson's house. Can I get the fucking sleep? Full of llamas. What sound does a llama make? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Does they spit? Don't they? As well? Llamas are spitters. <laughs> Yeah, they are top spitters. Top spitters? Top spitters. Top trumps. <laughs> they top trump llamas. Get yourself a llama then. I would love a llama. Can you ride them? You can do whatever you want if it's yours. <laughs> you you can if you're really rich. <laughs> Just you in the middle of Newcastle riding a llama. She's changed. <laughs> Spit on them. <laughs> With your army of East European dogs. She is a little, she is a queen. This is my goal in life now. I'm so happy. I'm so happy I came here today. <laughs> oh so God. dogs, llamas, any other animal to add to that? Mm. I like those pop. What about the p pigs? The little fat fucking, what are they called? Pop. Micro pigs. P p p what are they called? Micro pigs. No, the little fat ones. They're like, they look like they've been on, no. Big what pig. are pigs? Do you think I was mispronouncing? <laughs> I was saying pigs and you were like, what oh, do you mean pugs? Warthogs. No, what do I Hippos. mean? Hippos. Pogs. Pogs. Porcupines. Oh, yeah, I meant porcupines. Yeah, that, that type of pig. Pogs. Pot-bellied pot bellied oh. Hey, there you go. Snacked. You want a pot-bellied pig? I like them. They're yeah. little fun fuckers, aren't they? Quite good house bets, apparently, oh, a pot-bellied pig. Says <laughs> who? Says the uh, National pot Belly Pig Society. <laughs> <laughs> it is in their interest, though. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. They have, they have got a dog in the race. <sighs> Today's episode brought to you by the <laughs> <laughs> Society. I need to unsubscribe from their mailing list. <laughs> Get loads of spam. Get one of we. Dan, they're still good, you know. <laughs> you really, you, really, you don't want to get one. Oh. Uh, can we have a break? Yeah, <laughs> I need a little break to get a spam. Spam joke was good. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to let you know about our lead sponsor, manscaped.com, the best in below the belt men's grooming. Join 
the over 4 million men worldwide using men's below the belt agreement from Manscaped and Valentine's Day is coming up. I've got a little bit of opposition here. I reckon we need a new national holiday. I think February the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, should become national. In fact, no, worldwide shave your balls day because let's be truly honest valentine's day all the bells and whistles of it is for the woman all a man wants is to get sucked off and that is only really going to happen if he's got a nice trimmed pubic region so you need the manscape performance package 4.0 with the amazing uh, lawnmower 4.0 which is honestly one of the best bits of kit we got sent them when uh, manscape became a sponsor they're a phenomenal bit of kit you don't get nicked you've got a little light on it it runs forever you can use it in the shower you've also got the weed whacker for your nose hair because ladies do not like a hairy fucking nose you also get extra gifts. There's like a shed travel bag, which was really nice. Anti-chafe, like, uh, what are these? Like, it, like boxes by Manscaped. The boxes are amazing. I actually personally love the ball deodorant and the toner he as does. well. And they've smelled better ever since you started My balls it. smell fucking lovely, mate. Well, no, and the guests comment. <laughs> <laughs> look, treat your missus to getting you one of these shavers. Your dick will look better. Your dick will look bigger. And honestly, she's going to want to touch it more because no one wants to touch a messy little pubic region. You've got like leftover cum in it. Oh, God. Good. God, no. Really? Is that an issue? Is that the issue? <laughs> Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code WORD20. What's the code, Adam? The code is WORD20. Shave your balls. Make your woman think you're great. Come in your pubes, eh? Problem. Sometimes. Have a wash first, yeah. <laughs> There's only so much shampoo can do. Yeah. Get the lawnmower 4.0. Hack, hack away. It is actually the best thing I own. It is. 100%. Mm. Mm. Hey, we're back. Hey. Because hey. we're doing a podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Hey. Part four. Part four. Hang on. Three. Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking numbers. <laughs> Uh, we have, leaves you. We, <laughs> we have. I feel like uh, I feel like Alan Stubbs playing a charity game there. Still got it. <laughs> We've got a would you rather. <laughs> Alan Stubbs. This is the, what the, we built this house on. Absolute nonsense. Okay. From Daniel Johnstone, who's not the OG, OG oh, Dan Johnstone. Uh, John Stone. Hello, Liz. Just a little would you rather. Would you rather sing every time you talked mm -hmm. or danced every time you walked? Oh. Keep up the good work, Lid. And P.S. This isn't the OG Dan Johnson. Yeah, bruv. So you've got to do one. You can't be like, I just want to do neither. Not <laughs> <laughs> off. That's silly. <laughs> um, I actually would definitely rather dance everywhere I went. I feel like that's so cool. I feel like you do that anyway. Yeah, I'm really happy. So you've been to the toilet before. Yeah, I scared you say that. Yeah. Yeah, I really needed a wee. But I skip a lot, and I don't feel like dancing's just a bit of a, an extension from that. But ah, oh, fucking. Honestly, nobody wants to hear this thing. So I think I'll be doing the world a favour by picking the dance option. Right. When you ran to the toilet before, yeah. I was praying, because obviously, as our regular listeners know, and anyone who's tuned in today for the first time because of Vicky, first of all, welcome to the Bullshit Bus, and thank you. Um, we thank are you. on uh, an office block, essentially, in a science research centre in Runcorn. <laughs> and different. And yeah. It's I, cheap. <laughs> I would have loved for someone in this office... To have opened the door and seen you <laughs> running past and gone back into the office and being like, uh, Dave, just let you know, um, you know the queen of the jungle, Vicky Patterson, <laughs> she's just splitting up and down the hallway. 
Do you want to go home, babe? You said like, No, she is out there. She's out there right now. And then she looks and you've just Kaiser Soze. You've just completely gone. And no, she was there before. I swear to God. I remember the similar question when I was a listener of Have a Word rather than a member of the worst places that you would have to dance. And one of them was being a pallbearer. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, if you think about it. <laughs> But then, but oh, then I it's the think, nobody's ever picking. But then it's the gif in it. That's fine. Yeah, but we've that, seen that it only done. works if you're all doing it. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't have your crying Uncle Paul, and you're like, "Come on, Uncle Paul, it's the cha cha." Where else is the worst place to have to dance? Uh, if you have to walk, where's the worst place to dance? Um, so down the aisle, standard. You just look dead happy to finally be getting married. Fine, fine. Um, on the moon. You know, <laughs> literally, I just put walk in my head and my stupid fucking head came with moonwalk. <laughs> what happens if you had a porter in a mortuary? That'd be quite crap. Yeah, because if well, you... Well, they don't to... know. They don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you're a heart surgeon. Well... Dancing around the table. Yeah. No, you're not walking though, are you? What? You stood there doing the thing. In. Yeah. And then be like... <laughs> oh, so you're not just constantly dancing? I know it's just when you walk. See, I thought with that one, I'd just be here right now, being like, "So it's Vicky here." We're all no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just when you walk, you've got to dance. Right. I don't think I'm taking the single one. To be honest with you. Why? Oh, don't. Why? Why have not? Hi <laughs> <Hi-ho. laughs> ho. Uh, where's the there? Looking at me there. <laughs> where's the worst place to sing then? Well, on this to, podcast, he's proved that many a time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's really a bad place to sing, is there? It is. Mm. Eulogy. What about like a really important meeting, like where you got to like everyone think you've got to be serious and you got to smash it? I'm in them all the time. Have you seen our job? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think. A eulogy is fine because you just instead of you you just go you just sing a hymn. What if you wrap it though? What? What if you wrap? But I wouldn't. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> Like a harder. eulogy you could easily sing. That's actually quite an easy one to get away with because you just go up and even easier if her name's Grace. Oh, Grace! No, oh, Grace. no Amazing Grace. You oh, Amazing Grace, yeah. <laughs> Grace and Katie. Grace and Katie. Let him do his own jokes, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what would be good is hearing the uh, audio of Adam singing his Chinese order when he was hungover. How <laughs> like... <laughs> Some sort of pepper chicken. <laughs> be brilliant. That would be so painful. Tears. Oh, and some swami. Shumai. Swami. What are they called? Shumai. A shumai. What is a shumai? What's a shumai? Mad. Thank you. What is a shumai? It's a made-up Scouse Chinese food. <laughs> it's just What's the origin of a shumai? Uh, me auntie fucking battle. That's it. <laughs> What is a shumai? It's a pork dumpling that's been either uh, steamed or fried. Best you, if they're fried. Have you Googled it? Have I Googled it? Yeah. He's eating it. it. I just think like if you Google it, you'll know if it truly exists. Is or the telly on? It, 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 no, I know it exists because I've ordered it in a <laughs> yeah, Chinese well, I mean, restaurant. Like, is it No, the telly is on. Put it on. Uh, where's the remote? It's How in front you here. spell a shumai? S-I-U-M-A-I. It's How do you sing it? Shumai! Shumai, motherfucker! It's just going images. Oh, there they are. Oh, there you go. Vicky. Shumai, mate. Chinese. What does the name Sumai mean? Shumai. Oh, it means soft as well, in case anyone was wondering. In his traditional Cantazese. Cantazese. Oh, <laughs> is that what it says, I do? Cantazese, yeah. It's near Anfield, Cantazese. That's definitely not how you spelt it either. Shumai. I've never spelled it with a H. No. 
I think there's multiple translations. What the fuck? A shumai is an absolute stonker of a scram. Oh, oh they look lovely. I've yeah. actually had those. I just didn't know they were called shumais. No one else did either. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> In parts of the country, they call them porky porky dump dumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kind of get <laughs> two portions of a pokey pokey dum dums. <laughs> do you do Tizer? <laughs> oh, fucking Tizer. We're going down nostalgia here, aren't we? Yeah. Tizer's a oh, mate. 90s pops. Yeah, I think I'm singing. I don't think there's a bad time to sing. This whole can... podcast, you stand up. What? How would you do your. Uh... Just be a musical comedian? No, you wouldn't. Because <laughs> no. you hate being a music. You hate musical comedy. Yeah, you I know. Do it. <laughs> no, but I'd be an you, original. Wouldn't you're I? literally I one of the parody songs. You're one of the best I, comics in the country. Why would you ruin it? Because has anybody noticed? <laughs> because otherwise, I've got to do the fucking Charleston on the way to the stage. <laughs> yeah, and then stand still. No, just fucking Adam loves gigging. Do 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 do. do. Hi, normal comedy, normal comedy, normal comedy. Hey, it's easy. Yeah, you're not thought of Oh dear. Oh, Adam, you've made such a schoolboy error. Cheers. That, <laughs> just right there. You've, you you should never sing. But Vicky doesn't like being wrong. He wants to die on this Adam Hills, right? So he's like, no. He's just been proved wrong and then he asked me what it was. <laughs> go on, Adam. go on, admit it. Admit it. Admit no? it, you'd rather dance walk. No, I don't think I would. I honestly don't think I would. Oh, Adam, come on. Let him bang his gavel on the thing. Thank you, Vicky. You're welcome, pal. Hey! And I'll call this one you. <laughs> uh, we've got some advice. We need, what? Agony Adam. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, you can't hear the song. We got to, we got to a point, Vicky, where the listeners, they've been writing in for advice for a long time, but they just got to the point where they were like, we don't want to hear from Dan, because he's full of shit. <laughs> So we changed it to Agony Adam. No, so what we did is I came up with a feature and was generous enough to call it Agony Adam. And I got this music made. Cheers, Harry. Right, this one's, this one's naughty. Used to be anonymous. They all the good ones do. Okay. Although I would like everyone's input on this too. For context, I'm 32 in pretty good shape physically, six packs, six pack abs, etc. Is that wrong? Very well endowed and not too too bad looking generally. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> I was recently propositioned on Tinder by a couple asking me to cook the husband. This isn't something I'd ever considered before or even thought I'd like, but entertained the idea for a laugh initially. <laughs> After a bit of discussion and some very naughty pics of the wife talking 100% MILF, I started to come round to the idea. This is where it gets weird. The husband then messaged me privately and asked if I'd be interested in dominating him. Basically, wants me to show off to him and talk down, <laughs> talk down to him, uh, and say all the things that I could do to his wife that he couldn't, and basically kind of just cook him without her being there. He also asked, he also asked if I would wear a pair of boxers for twenty four hours straight and then let him sniff them. I'm, sh- <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure. Right, okay. So he basically wants humili- humiliating by an alpha male type. Obviously, my answer was a straight up no chance. I only want to fuck your wife, and the most involvement from you would be literally to watch as initially discussed, to which he has now offered me £500 to do the stuff just for him, and then I get to fuck his wife after two. So, should I just do it for the money? And what would the lids do in this situation? Do it for the fucking love of the game, mate. Never mind the yeah, money. Do it for the story. 
Do for the gram. Come on. I'm not being funny, but this is a fucking phenomenal opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> I think it. I think it was a phenomenal opportunity until the middle bit that Why? was horrible. This fella gets off from being humiliated, and who doesn't want to exert their power? Oh god! Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's pissed off. At it. Fuck me, oh, Adam. <laughs> we didn't run corn forty-five oh. minutes. <laughs> Adam, there, going. Go on, don't give him planning permission. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just, you, so I get like I get the wife thing. You the whole you get you get to go and bang a hundred percent mil. But this husband stuff is fucking weird. We, <laughs> where you have to be like, oh, you're all right, little dick fucker. Smelly bills and that. As well. Sniff my knickers. Are you, nah. You're like little dick. And then you're like, are we done here? Do you feel like shit? I'm off to bang your wife. Can we just cut that bit out? He's like five hundred pounds, master. You're like, oh, put me right off. Would he? I haven't give got a clue what you know. I do you know what? Genuinely, if you're not going to do this, tell them to get in touch with me. <laughs> I don't know if. Sorry, this is really mean, but like based on the stuff he said beforehand, <laughs> I don't know if you're his demographic. All right, let me just let me just go back, Vicky. Six pack abs, etc. Well endowed and not too bad looking generally. Give me six weeks. <laughs> An ab a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon I, can, I reckon I can do this. For 500 quid? Fuck that. As long as I can film it and put it on Patreon, 100%. Yeah, we just get willing. <laughs> I'll, blur you, I'll blur his face out. Unless he wants to be in it. He would. So what you say? I'll make him the thumbnail. What you say? Just give him a taste of, to the camera. What? Let him know, because he's about to pay 500 quid this cook. <laughs> what kind of thing are you going to say to him, Adam? Let him know. Don't me. Just look down the camera. <laughs> this is an advert. This is like naughty Tinder. Go on, you What's tell What's his name? Ad, uh, he's Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> 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 Listen, Nathan, you pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> Get on your knees and clean that carpet with your teeth. <laughs> Nibble the carpet. <laughs> Bite that carpet. Hoover that carpet. Go on. Get do you know, down there. Do you know for 250 I'll come along as well and be like the hype man? <laughs> yeah, fucking nibble that carpet. Hoover that with your fucking mouth, you bitch. 100% do this. I'd 100% be there as well. <laughs> I'm 250. What else are you saying? That's, you basically coming. said clean the floor. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's pretty much all he needs, I think. Yeah. And you know what he gets? He gets Extra underquid for spanking. Yeah. Just um, uses him to spank you. Ow. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't want to spank me, does he? He wants to be... He Do wants to be humiliated. Yeah. Does he just... Does the f Sorry, just to know the full story. Does the fella just want to get humiliated or does he want to have and sex with them as well yeah and the other question is does he have a dirty carpet that needs cleaning because <laughs> that's going to be helpful as well I'll, I'll, that's my line no. I'm not fucking yet he just no no I don't think that's it it's a humiliation thing cook him like go and get it go and stand in the garden for a bit it's cold you really need to you're not 500 quid mate you're an open spot <laughs> go and stand in the garden go and stand in, in your undies go and stand go in the garden in that's where you belong undies. you fucking street man <laughs> you are showing Nathan. Nathan's not paying now. He's got he's got off from this. Does not this not give off murder vibes to you, Vicky? This feels like someone's going to get murdered in like a you know. I just think getting involved in anybody's relationship is absolutely asking for bother. Like you know, like even when you mate, even when you spot your mate's fella cheating on her in a in a club or a bar, if you go and tell her before you know it, he's smoothed out and you're the asshole. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. that times a million. You know, like the wife doesn't know that he's asking for this behind our back. What if she finds out that? 
And then, like, what if you get blamed for, for, like, breaking it up? And what if they've got kids? And, no, mate, you're opening a can of worms. I feel like leave this bullshit to somebody else. Like, you don't need the hassle. Honestly, I've got anxiety and the back of my legs are sweating just after hearing, <laughs> just after hearing him right in. Yeah. I don't know why he's not. He's a good-looking lad. He doesn't yeah. have to bang 30-whatever-year-old, 32-year-old milfs yeah. that have got weird husbands. And if there's kids involved as well, oh, my don't God. Don't shag the kids. Well, yeah. no, just take that as red, Carl. You're right. All That's right. a general rule for life. That yeah, Carl's yeah, never yeah, do that. Right. Ever you said there was kids involved. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make sure there wasn't. <laughs> Good. Look, I'm being serious. Get in the garden, you scumbag. <laughs> get in well, the garden. Yeah. <laughs> get through. in this garden and clean it. I'm going to hype it up. Yeah, get through the patio door. Sit on that fence. Yeah, the spike. Sit one. on the fence. Yeah, not figuratively. Get that fence right up your ass. No, literally get on the fence. Put one foot in the other person's garden. <laughs> Go next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carver. Yeah. yeah. What else, Adam? <laughs> you got bitch. Let's humiliate them. Clean the windows. Yeah. Lend me a now, fiver. Yeah. With your top. With your top. <laughs> Take your top off and clean clean the windows. Yeah. He's only got bills on, hasn't he? Yeah, there's a quid back. You need that. Oh. Skin cunt. Oh, that's the ultimate. Hang on, are you paying him now? What's <laughs> happening here? That's the ultimate humiliation. Don't even need all your money. I'll keep 499. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need that quid. What's the quid for? You need it more than me. It just adds to it, innit? A trolley. <laughs> layers. That's all I give him, actually. I give him a trolley thing. Yeah. <laughs> Have a trolley thing. Used to be worth a quid, that. Give him five Meaningless now. Well. Get in touch. That's pretty thorough. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Well done. Go dark. I feel like that one really dark. That's, a, that's about uh, six out of ten for this podcast, Vicky. Is it? That was yeah. light. Did you do? Did you keep it light and airy for me? No, 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 no we're no, just getting warmed no, up. No, no. <laughs> is there more to this segment? <laughs> um, these are the have a words. Anonymous, please. Wag wag lids. Need you to have a word with my housemate or myself. I live with my girlfriend and recently had a good friend move in temporarily. He does pay rent. The issue is he eats like he's had a stroke, proper mouth breather business, and it drives me insane. He knows I can't stand the sound of people eating, but says it's my problem and continues to eat his meals in our shared space like he's never been fed. I'm about one bag of crisps away from snapping, and last night took myself away upstairs while he ate. I feel like I shouldn't have to leave the living room every time he eats. My girlfriend is a carer, so he's used to her residents eating loudly, so this doesn't bother her as much. Have a word and tell him to close his damn lips when he's eating as it's rude and annoying. Or have a word with me and tell me to get over myself. Cheers. The old loud eater. Okay. So on the, I, this is dead annoying. But it sounds to me like the guy who's written in is exaggerating it a bit as well. And I think he's one of those fucking, oh my God, would you fuck off with your eating? Like, I think some people just get a bit Enough. precious about this shite. Yeah. Have you got any things that um, we were slagging off? You know the new the new phrase "ick." Is there any things that give you that like that make your skin crawl like loudy? My dad, when we were kids, yeah. when he was eating a roast on a Sunday afternoon, could put a colossal amount of food in his mouth. You know, when you're young and you, your dad seems massive anyway, yeah, yeah. and I could hear him chewing it. And Mask I've got PTSD cow. from the eighties in Preston. <laughs> It was horrible. So I, I cannot stand this. I completely sympathise. Like, noisy eating is fucking... Is there anything that gives you the sort of, like, shudder? Loads of things. So, like, Erkan, like, a me fella, he eats, like, loads. Like, he's from a big Turkish Cypriot family and they just absolutely love their scran. And I don't know if it was a kind of, like, Monica from Friends situation where, like, if you didn't eat first, you didn't eat at all. 
So like he's really <laughs> fast and like he gets like in his rush to get it in his body, he gets it around his face. And I feel like saying there's only fucking me and you here, mate. Like I'm a <laughs> tiny person. Like, where do you think that's going? Slow down and get that coleslaw off your lip before I finish you, you fucking tramp. <laughs> <laughs> You know when you know when you ask a guest something, you're like, I wonder if they'll bite on this. Vicky <laughs> uh, I hope yeah. he doesn't listen because I really love him, but has, honestly. Has he got brothers and sisters? Has he come from a big family? Three brothers. Yeah, so it's like pigs at the trough, wasn't yeah. it, when they were kids? Yeah. And he's the youngest one. So I kind of feel yeah, like Yeah, but I've seen him and he's not the run to the litter, is he? No, he's definitely not the run. He's absolutely <laughs> lush. Um but yeah, it honestly like for some reason he gets it in like the weirdest places. Like he'll have like coleslaw on his ear and that, and I'm just like, what? Does what? he only eat coleslaw? <laughs> no, like he also likes hummus and like tzatziki. But like, I'm thinking the more like liquidy things like oh, get places. Right, you know, he's not gonna have a lamb chop hanging off his ear, is he? I could fucking make some coleslaw and hummus right now. You know, oh, I'm gonna have me tea. There's a coleslaw and hummus restaurant near me. Yeah, yep. it's all they sell. Food and round Dico. the face. Food, so food in the face is your food it. round the face. I don't mean in your face, but round the face. Oh, yeah. Do you get that? Is that weird or is that normal? Does that, no, you know, yeah, like yeah. on like children's TV shows where people get like pies in the face and that, does that bother you? No, I don't mind that bit, babe. Like that's all in the good name of entertainment, isn't it? But like when I'm just sitting there having me dinner and that and he's got tzatziki hanging off his nostril, I feel like smashing his face in. <laughs> I, I sympathise with this guy. I don't think he's exaggerating. I think it's brutal. I talked about when I was getting into comedy, just watching, I don't want to name them, I think I did last time, but just watching certain comedians, like comedians are all like weirdos. Like the, all the good comics are a little bit weird. We've all got foibles, like that make you get on stage in front of strangers and try and make people laugh. And all the brilliant comics have got those things going on, but they've also got these weird little idiosyncrasies. And the amount of like amazing comedians I watched like just eat a chicken wrap and you're like, oh my, oh my <laughs> God. I feel like ringing social services, like, <laughs> like really golemy. You're like, what are you doing? Name? What are you telling social services? Tell me, please. I I told you about hey, her. Can't Jim Jeffries is a very successful comedian. <laughs> I hope none of you ever after watching me a chicken wrap. It's literally like, you know, have you seen people who are dealing with addiction? It was like he had a really debilitating chicken wrap addiction. And he was like, gone of like two months cold turkey. And then was like, it was just the most mental thing I've ever seen. And I find it a bit like, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, some people are laid back about that stuff, but I, I can't stand it. Like the, It was just so stressful watching it. I'm like, just eat it normally. Like, like be normal like just rush in was like he, like he, someone was gonna go give me that fucking chicken wrap <laughs> did he eat it weird as well did he pull it apart and like have bits of it or did he just shove it all he in? smashed it in his face like the big bully was gonna come and go that's my fucking chicken wrap like it was mental like he had to just disappear it <laughs> like first day in prison yeah <laughs> <laughs> shove it up his ass <laughs> so yeah I, I, I sympathise I'm not laid back with this sort of stuff I think you need to sort out your habits I think I think he is exaggerating, but it's also bad. I just think some people like I don't think I'm a horrendous eater, and I've had some people go like, "Oh, can you stop that?" And I'm like, "Can you just fuck off? Yeah, fuck <laughs> can off. you just I, I'll be an adult and understand that you don't always get to hear the exact noise you like at any one time? Right. You big fucking tit." It's Nathan again. <laughs> Adam's looking forward to dating. <laughs> Eating crisp loud and like that it makes them taste better. If you want crisp like this. You're a gobshite. Eating crisps like messy, it tastes better. Do you think it's something to do with getting them like, aerated? Yeah, it must be something. 
I think well, crisps are loud though, aren't they? No, but yeah. eating one crisp, but you fucking get them in your face. Right. I just think it tastes better. Crisps. Anyway. Are you a one crisp at a time, man, or are you like three or four that's at a time? That's what I mean. No. Yeah. Look, who, uh, I don't know who's this, who is this person that's <laughs> eating crisps? The people at the Savoy. <laughs> yeah, they're always in a bag of crisps, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, kettle chips. Oh, posh crisps. Ooh, <laughs> Tory crisps. Yeah, Tyrrells there. Posh. Yeah, yeah. Tory not Tyrrells. a bag of frazzles to be seen. <laughs> Just Adam obnoxiously eating frazzles in the corner. When you go to the Savoy, he's booked to the Savoy. Oh, no, you cancelled it, cancelled. didn't you? Right, can I ask, I you, you, can I ask you a question it? on this? Right, see, see if you get something from this. Because obviously, we were talking about this in the first half of the show. So obviously, you're from probably a very similar background to us, yeah. which is working class and rough as fuck. And then you've, <laughs> you're now in the world of entertainment where you get certain opportunities and you get to stay in some amazing places. Yeah. And do you take a bit of pleasure in pissing off all the posh cunts there by just being you? <laughs> Um, I don't think I do when I'm sober. Like yeah. I think when I'm sober, I'm like desperate to acclimatize and be accepted. But I think if I've had a drink and someone as much as like looks at us, if they hear me accent or whatever, I'm like, what the f-? you know, then then I have some sort of switch that makes me. I like to define it between being like Vicky ITV and Vicky Geordie Show. <laughs> and I, if someone looks at me like that, I go full Vicky Geordie Show. Yeah. So yeah, I can be like that definitely. I think that's our own insecurities, you know. You reckon? Oh, why I? Definitely. They're probably not even bothered. They probably don't even give a fuck. No, I know that they are. They probably <laughs> tune us out. They probably pro- it's like horses with blinkers. They probably don't even see what. No, if you're in the Savoy in your fucking eating frazzles, I don't think they're tuning <laughs> Savoy and Under Armour tracky, a D squared cap, telling some man to clean the floor with his and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the fucking garden. <laughs> I've paid, mate. I was told you're my waiter. Clean the floor. <laughs> Suck that carpet, Quentin. Suck the Quentin. <laughs> Fortune. <laughs> 22 now. Quentin, Fortune is a waiter. You've smashed it. <laughs> Shall we call it a pod, boys and girls? Shall I we call that a pod? I think that's been a good one, hasn't it's it? It's been fucking great fun, Vicky Patterson. Oh my God, is that it? Yeah. That was so quick. <laughs> I told you we'd have you out of here in no time. I get to go back to Stoke now. Woo-hoo. What are you doing in Stoke? Apart from living the dream. <laughs> She's filming the new series of Stoke Shore. <laughs> Stoke Shore. <laughs> it's landlocked. Stokey Shore. Um, there's a doggy hotel there. Milo is there with my mum. Bring your own llama as well. As what? A doggy hotel. Oh, I thought you were saving dogs from Stoke. No. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, I love Stoke. Stoke. <laughs> I save them from China, Romania, and North Staffordshire. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Shout out Stoke, how you doing? So right? are you staying in the doggy hotel with the dog? Yeah. Right, okay. Big, it's, I've got this like, little like cabin on the lake, and the doggies can all run around together in that. Awesome. It you is are, really You are nice. on the lake. Oh, that's nice. Milo went and swam yesterday with the ducks. But luckily, he did not catch any. But yeah, we're having a great time. My mum's there as well. Is he making friends with the other dogs? He loves other dogs and he always tries to be nice to them. But I don't understand why somebody would bring a nasty dog to a dog hotel. And someone yesterday was like, oh, can you keep your dog away? Mine's aggressive. I was like, well, keep him at home then. What are you bringing him here for? Yeah. So yes, yeah, so there's a couple of assholes. Maybe they just knew it was Eastern European and the other dogs had some trouble <laughs> with Eastern European dogs before. You're telling me there's racist dogs? 100%. No. Don't we right. know a racist dog? My <laughs> uncle's dog. Yeah. We'd actually this is 100% <laughs> true, and this is not good, and someone must have taught this dog this. But my uncle, my auntie and uncle's pug. I feel 
if there's comfortable again. <laughs> you absolutely should. Whenever there is a man of Asian descent on the TV, it tries to attack the telly. No. That's a lame behaviour, though. <laughs> That's, yeah, it wasn't that... born with that prejudice, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it remains to be seen. Not enough research has been done. <laughs> Into racist dogs. <laughs> Just not got the funding. <laughs> but if you give the Today's Sponsor, is sponsored by racist dogs. You just give two pounds a month. Yeah. Uh, it's been fucking great. Where can we find you? You do a podcast. I do. I do a podcast. Mine very different to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Vicky Patterson, The Secret Two. Um, and it's constantly being made. You can kind of find that wherever you find your podcasts. I'm on Instagram. My name's Vicky Patterson. I've also got a book out at the minute called The you, Secret of Happy. It came out a couple of weeks ago, didn't it? It did, babe. Yeah. Sunday Times bestseller, bitches. Nice. Um, Very validating. Thank you again. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'd be fucking bouncing around the Savoy with knowing that. <laughs> Just being as jolly as possible. How we? How we? How we? And when fucking Miriam was like, could you pipe down? I'd be like, Sunday Times bestseller? Fuck you. Why are you going there? You going there just to do that? Literally just to do that, yeah. And there'd be a dog barking going, that fucking African. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been fun. I've had a really nice time. Thank you so much for having us, lads. Thank you so much for having us. Let's get you a Ford Fiesta to take you back to Stoke. (laughs) (laughs) Quickly, the dog hotel. (laughs) All right. Sit down. Go ahead. Yeah, tour. 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 AdamRoder.co.uk forward slash shows. Dan Nightingale. Oh! My second Liverpool date is on sale now. DanNightingale.com. To, to you lot. To get tickets f- for mine, not that. We'll work on the ending. Megan. <laughs>